Welcome back to a brand new episode of Full Court Players Choice. I'm with Damo, Mookie, Dove, Bobby, and LaRon just came in here. Now, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? Doing good, good man. Doing good, man. What's up with it, Ron? What's good, Mookie? Finally, finally, finally see you not be a host, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I'm stepping here to get nasty. You know, I'll <laughs> play Georgetown D. Hey, you know, they got the slap in the floor. They, they said it's full court, so, you know, I'm, I'm picking up right when the ball coming down. <laughs> now, yeah, the yeah. biggest thing right now that this, that's been happening in the NBA world is that Draymond Green got suspended. So, first things first, I want to get your thoughts on Draymond's suspension. Do you think that he deserved to get suspended? And what's your whole thoughts on the Sabonis situation? I'll start with you, Damo. Um, of course, I think Sabonis is a bum for grabbing his leg. Uh, as you can see in the other umpteenth angles, him grabbing a Clay's jersey, falling back. And again, I keep saying this on every platform I'm on. I never seen anybody defend their face with both their arms going opposite directions. I've only seen this in fight night. I've never seen this in real life. So I, I can't buy the, oh, I was protecting my face situation. With that being said, I do agree with the suspension. I, hey, listen, I love physical play. I grew up a Shaq guy. I, I love physical basketball. There is no place for you to be out here in the Dominican suing people in the chest on a basketball court. Like, I, the suspension is fine. Him going at the fans. As much as I loved it, I, I, I love it. But after you stomp on a guy, you can't go up there, get at it with the fans to the point where they got to start pushing people back and making sure you say, nah, get him out of there. Plus, it's Draymond. He's warranted to get suspended after the other antics he's pulled and anything he's said during the series so far. I, I'm not upset with it. Two people can be wrong at once. I just want to know, is Bobby going to lie again or later? <laughs> lie again or later? Like, you mean now or later or again? Or Let, like, again, uh. again, and then again later, and then the time after. Are you just going to lie today or, or no? About what? Uh, about what? About what's, everything. What's up, though? <laughs> no, I just want to know. Like, what's your take on this whole uh, incident? With I, 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 Joel, who, who's next? Who's answering next, Joel? <laughs> you can go next. Oh, me? Okay. Yeah. Well, um, like what Damo said... Hey, that is that's a fact, Damo. Two people can be wrong at the same time. Two people can be right. In this case, Draymond was wrong. Mm-hmm. Demontis Demontis wasn't holding on to Clay Clay Thompson's jersey. He was battling to get in rebound position. Fact. He lost. He lost. He lost that battle. Lost his footing. For me, it's just highly unlikely that I could just know that if I, as soon as I hit the ground. How if I just got eyes behind my head? Then yeah, okay, I could see that. I could fall and just reach and grab Draymond's leg, but I don't. He didn't see Draymond's leg. He wasn't trying to grab Draymond's leg. He wasn't trying to hurt Draymond. He fell. He tried to cover up. His arm got wrapped around Draymond's leg. No doubt. When Draymond lifted his leg up, Sabonis moved his arms. If you look at the clip, you can see it. I don't think I. I personally don't think Demontis had any any ill intent. We all know Draymond always has ill intent. That's 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 Draymond's mo. Draymond deserved the suspension. It should have been two games. And when I, the NBA, I, I, oh sorry, when the NBA released the statement, they did say that the reason behind the suspension was Draymond's history of unsportsmanship. Yeah. Did you did you see the way he was acting after that? Like, yeah. I mean, my my thing, my, like thing wild, my thing yeah. my thing is look, I, I don't think Demontis tried to grab his leg. If he did try to grab his leg, I, okay, whatever. But to stomp on him is one thing. But to stomp on him and then run around acting like, oh, look at what mm-hmm. I did. I did something good. Calling calling, calling people uh, in the stands um, reproductive organs. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what's up, bro? Like, that's, hey, that's I, just I, bad. I, I, that's, that's bad all the way around, if you ask me. You know, and you know the commissioner's right there. 
Yeah, so that's it. That's that just that just shows that shows complete disregard for everything. Yeah, I hundred percent agree with uh, Big Ox saying, man. Listen, Draymond Green is a dirty player. Matter of fact, you can make the claim that he's one of the most dirtiest player in the NBA right now. Uh, we we seen him uh, nut punch uh, Stephen Adams twice. We seen him uh, when Kawhi Leonard was driving to the basket, grabbing him in midair and slamming him to the goddamn ground. We seen him eye poke LeBron James. We see Draymond Green just do dirty stuff. So when you, this is what happens with dirty players. Dirty players get dirty results, and and I, and I and it was just very very right for the NBA to suspend Draymond Green. Listen, Sabonis. Listen, it, it, I I rewatched the play. Right, I don't think Sabonis grabbed the man ankle. Man, he just got it tangled up to his um arm. And Draymond Green reacted and stomped on the man real case. Now, what if it came out Sabonis got, you know, a punctured chest or, you know, broken ribs for Draymond Green doing that stuff, man? That, Sabonis could have been out for the whole playoff series, uh, quietly for the whole playoff run, right? So it's, 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 that was totally uncalled for. Draymond Green deserved what he get. And that, like, like I said, there, I said, bro, um, Draymond Green is a dirty player, bro. And just him cussing out, feeling like, Draymond, like, who do Draymond Green think he is, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think he is? I mean, he's, he's been he's been he's been he's been he's been, been carrying this whole y'all really career. Thought, bro. Y'all really he's, been, he's been he's been carrying this whole career, and so now now he just, he just feel he just hey, he feel on, like he he feel he feel like yo, I'm over here with Steph and Clay. I can do what I want. I'm, I can, Dray, I can listen, do what I want. Draymond Green is about to cause the Golden State Warriors three championships right now. He caused them when he got suspended when it was up three one, and he said he did that thing with LeBron James. He got suspended in uh, game five as well. He caused the second time when he cussed out KD, ran KD out of Golden State, and if KD would have stayed there, they probably won multiple championships because their team was unstoppable as well. And then he, then he's about to cause the Golden State Warriors gets the Sacramento Kings. You're down two zero, and then the game three, your 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 most impactful player. A guy that orchestrates the offense, a guy that's a defender, switchable big as well, not playing in that game when they absolutely need that game three. Draymond Green is an idiot. And, you know, him punching Jordan Poole, that the chemistry has been off ever since then. Draymond Green, bro, we got to look at this guy. It's like, bro, your actions have put your team in a, in a wrong position, bro. Real talk. I but do agree ahead, that I digress. Dr- Draymond deserved this suspension 100%. But man, I'm I'm really happy about the Warriors' downfall right now. I am. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Listen, because it's been years, and I'm come on. I'm seeing Warriors fans complain about this so much. I used to be a Rockets fan because I'm a James Harden fan. I remember the 2018 Western Conference Finals when I feel like the, the Warriors were getting away with so much calls, so many illegal screens. 2019 Game One, the West Semis, they were fouling James Harden left and right. Nothing was called. I feel like for years now, the Warriors have been favored when it comes to the refereeing. And now the one time that they feel like things are going against them, they want to complain and they want to just make a big fuss about everything. Draymond Green ultimately stomped on Sabonis. Whether you think Sabonis was in the right or the wrong in the ankle situation, Draymond stomped on him. And because of that, he got a sternum contusion. So he actually did get an injury from this. And mm. that's why just given the history of Draymond and what he did, it, it warrants a suspension. And, and I'm happy the Warriors are about to hopefully go down 3-0. And we're talking about the Kings advancing to the next round. So I just want to say, put it like this, right? You in the club and the same dude keeps bumping into you. It's not the first time. It's not the second. Oh, let me finish. I'm on cap already, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. You in the club, the same person keeps bumping into you, bumping into you, bumping into you. Now it comes to the point where now this isn't even an accident anymore. You're doing this on purpose. 
So, like anybody, if you F around, you're going to find out. So, what happened was, Sabonis clearly grabbed his ankle. He kept effing around, and he found out. Let's be real. The Kings has been planning on this. The Kings has been egging him on the whole entire time. They wanted this reaction from him. They got the reaction they wanted out of him as well. In my opinion, you suspended. I mean, you got him out of the game. In game two, flagrant two, you're done. That's it. Nothing else needs to be talked about. He got he got kicked out the game. It is what it is. There's no need for him to be suspended for another game on top of that. The only reason why he's being suspended is because of what? Because Adam Silver was out there. And with Adam Silver mm-hmm. being out there, he needs, to, uh, uh, va- he needs to validate himself and his authority as if, yeah, I'm the guy. You can't be doing this when I'm out here, so I'm going to suspend you for a game. And that's all it is, bro, in my opinion. So bonus. Clearly did a dirty play. Dub, the, thing, the thing about it is when you, when you actually have power, you don't have you don't have to be. It's not a pissing contest, Dub. No, that's you know what I'm exactly. saying. Like every everybody every everybody ain't here. Every every everybody ain't out here trying to have pissing contest for for stuff. You know what I'm saying? When you when you already the boss, you don't you don't gotta you don't gotta wield your wield your big sword around like hey, I gotta suspend. It. That's. That's, that's what not, people do. I mean, I don't want see, to bring see, out. See, that's that. See, that. That's that. That's that. That's that. That's that young. That's that young mentality, There's no need when you when you when you when you got when you got when you got when you got army guns. You don't got to go out just shooting everything. You know what I'm saying, Bobby? And and obviously you don't know what happened, but we even do that even in this PC community as well. Yeah, you do that. No, not me. I don't even do that. So there you go. That's what you just said. We. You just said we, Doug. Stop lying. It wasn't my decision. So, yeah, I lied about we. People in this community, in this PC crew, we've had rules and regulations that needed to be enforced. There's rules and regulations that need to be enforced. You're the authority figure. You need to lay down the law. And when it's time to lay down the law, you lay it down. You just don't sit there and take it. What are you talking about, Bobby? If you take the bait, though, that's your fault, though. I'm I'm saying we're not yeah, throwing, like, Doug, we're when not I made throwing. a mistake, bro, I, I took my actions, bro. It's about during my green accepting his actions. You know what I'm saying? When I got, you know, yeah, I know what I mean, bro. You know, yeah, you know what Luke I mean, key. bro. You know what I'm we're, saying? Like we're, we're I, took, I took my I took my actions on the knot, bro. So that's what Drake might gotta do. He gotta take his punishment on the knot, bro, just like I did, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is fine, which is fine. My my whole thing was when you have the authority figure out there, Bobby's talking about a pissing contest. Well, that's what authority figures do. They enforce the law. You're supposed to do There's that. a difference, though. There's there's a difference. A difference. All right, well let me talk, bro. There's a difference because what you say what you said is since he, he has to he has to prove himself like this 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 isn't this isn't a a power play by Adam Silver. This is this is him just simply saying, "Yo, you did this. You saw me sitting right there. You obviously have no regard for the safety, the the conduct, and the conduct of this of this league." That's not that's not him. That's not him trying to prove that he's some big man. That's him just doing his job, like Draymond should have yeah. done. Just just like Draymond should have done. Instead of being a dickhead, he should have been. He should have tried to play some basketball. Uh, if if Adam no, no. Silver wasn't in the stands, and I I don't know how close Adam Silver was to where Draymond was arguing with the fans, I gotta go back and see that. But if he was in that area and heard <laughs> how the fans got excited and stuff like that, going at Draymond, and he watched that, I'm telling you now, that alone is getting you fined from the front office. You pair that with him doing some bad boys Pistons level of just aggression and reaction, yeah, bro, you're getting suspended, like. I can't look at what happened and be like, yeah, nah, you're not getting suspended. If this happened with, like, Anthony Davis, I can see them just kicking him out the game and keeping him pushing. Because AD don't have a, a long history of going crazy. Yeah. If it's mm-hmm. somebody else, but if Patrick Beverly stomp on somebody, 
He's getting tossed for a game. If it's Dylan Brooks. If, if it's Dylan, if it's guys with that yeah. reputation, you stomp on somebody and then you argue with the fans, go back and forth with the Facts. fans, and you incite it? Yeah, bro, you're getting suspended for at least a game. I, I can't. It's it reasonable. It makes a lot yeah. of sense. And we also have to be fair to the Kings. I feel like going into this series, they were the big underdogs. You're not going to beat the Warriors without being physical and without trying to be. You know, Draymond is the most emotional player on that team. So, of course, they're trying to get under his skin. But I, I think back to the finals this past year with the Celtics and the Warriors, there was a time where Draymond, when he fell to the floor on Jalen Brown, he put his entire heel on Jalen Brown's face. And Jalen Brown didn't get up and he didn't stomp mm. on Draymond. But this time around, Draymond stomped on Sabonis. So I feel like I understand they try to bait Draymond, but that's a smart game plan. Listen, this is their most emotional player. He's their leader on defense. You know, let's try to let's try to push him a little bit and see how far he goes. And it worked. I watched the goat bait Draymond in 2016 to get him kicked out of there so he can win a ring. I it seems like a power play. If the greatest well, all time can do it, I, I, I didn't I didn't know if MJ was still playing. MJ, MJ retired in oh yeah, he retired in uh, I think oh three. Yeah, oh two. Yeah, wait, 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 Magic Johnson didn't retire in 03. What are y'all talking about? You got Magic Johnson. Kareem 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 retired. Kareem retired. When did Kareem retire? What about wait? You got Magic Johnson over Michael Jordan? No, no, no. But there's only one MJ I acknowledge, and that's Magic Johnson. That Michael Ooh. is his name. His name what? Mike. I ain't mad. Hey, I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. Like that's only cool one MJ I can I can get behind that. Shit. How can somebody be referred to as MJ when Magic is their nickname, not their real name? Let you know how real he is. That's all I'm saying. So, what do you think about this situation? That is fair. Uh, first off, I didn't know we was gonna be here lying today. So now I'm finna sit. I'm finna <laughs> sit back and pick out everybody's lie up here. Stop laughing, Dub. I'm coming to you next. Bob, you first. We can't listen to shit you up here saying. Cause you just biased. <laughs> it, it don't matter what could have happened. Hey, oh, uh, Sabonis could have spit on Draymond, slapped Draymond. Uh, but he did mama. But he called didn't. his mama X, Y, and Z. Well, he grabbed his foot. Let's, talk, let's talk about. Let's talk about. Let's talk about. Really sitting happened. up here lying. No, now you sitting up here lying. Let's talk uh, about. Really so, happened. So, so first off, your your bias glasses. You can't uh -huh. see nothing straight. Hey, uh -huh. they got you sitting there, googly eye. Damn, you you you, you <laughs> going to sleep with a uh, with a Demontis Sabonis jersey on? Puzzle facts, like, now that's like a fact. That's kid. a fact. So hey, you, you know I do. You say, Mookie, this <laughs> the reason I why do. you don't got your camera on today. You knew I came to cook, and you knew I was gonna cook. So keep your camera off. <laughs> now look, you talking about you sitting up here talking about oh, with Draymond custom this championship, Draymond custom that. Championship. Yes, yes. But what the heck? What, but what what did he get for him? I mean, right he was, he, he was right silver for their team, but he also yeah. lost some championships. I mean, we got we got to keep it both sides, bro. He won them championships. So, look, 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 okay, look, but look, let's look. be let's be real. Hold on, let's be real. Draymond Green, if Draymond Green did not play for the Golden State Warriors, we, we won't be looking at Draymond Green. Dewan Blair, not true. This That's man, Draymond true. Green, is playing with the greatest shooting backcourt in Steph Curry and, and Clay Thompson. Would probably the he, best bro, hold on, hold on, hold on. Dewan Blair. All this man got to do. All this. Hold on. All this man got to do is be the play initiator, pass to Steph and Clay, and defend, bro. What is y'all niggas talking about, bro? Bro, so, stop so, doing this. Dude. Stop act like Drake Mike Green is holding down. Let Damo say this. Dewan Blair. Go ahead, Damo. Steph Curry and Klay Thompson shooting is what's causing Draymond to be a seven-time All-Defensive Player. A deep, their offense in 2016-2017 was the reason he won DPOI. 
them offensively carrying him carried him to a defense player of the year. If you take talk him off the Warriors, yes, he team. might not have team success. Talk he that, might talk. not have these. That's fine. He's still going to be a phenomenal defender. If he's in the right situation, everything's situational. Obviously, you can't throw him on the damn Pacers while they're tanking. A phenomenal, a phenomenal defender. A, but he's a, a phenomenal but, defender when, when, when he was with a younger Andre Iguodala, a younger Clay Thompson. Better, when that was a better, when they were better defenders. So that's still today. And then, and then, and then, and then last, and then, and then, and then, and then last year, and then last year, uh, he he folded, and, and Andrew Wiggins had to cover up for him. Thanks. All right, so the totality of Draymond is we got to understand, we got to speak context. Draymond Green, the reason why Draymond Green can have this success as well is because he's on a great Golden State Warrior system that can maximize his talent. Draymond Green is the play initiator. He's a guy that can defend. He's a guy that can get rebounds as well. So he's no threat wait, 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 offensively. Wait, wait, wait. But you got to right understand. Don't you got to right also there. understand. He's hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got to also no understand. State. It's no spirit in Golden State. It's no – Steph Curry ain't running around dancing and shimmying and doing all of that. Klay Thompson ain't talking out the side of his neck without uh, Draymond there to pump them up. To put that hold on, Ron, hold on, Ron, 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 Ron. What I'm saying is this is that if as, – as, as well we say Steph is, how as well we say how Clay is, right, and that Golden State Warriors system is, is as well, you telling me that the Golden State Warriors will not find a way to win championships without Draymond? No, they wouldn't win championships without no. Draymond. No, he's I, that important. Oh my goodness! With all, with, with, with K, when KD was there, oh my goodness, without Draymond. And oh Kevin Durant is different. I mean, that's Kevin Durant with Curry, but for Draymond sure, for Green. Sure. Okay, so if I took, if I take Draymond, even Green, last year, Joe. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Historically, historically, Draymond Green's a great player, but he's still a great player right now. He's still hold on, Joel, Joel. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is this: If I take Draymond Green out of the team in 16 to 17, do the Golden State Warriors still win those championships with Kevin Durant? Yes. Yeah, they still. I did, bro. So stop, stop. Yeah, but it, they have to. They have well, to replace Draymond with a serviceable, serviceable player, though. They could, they could replace Draymond. Like Dewan Blair. Oh man, get yo, out without bro, without Draymond, Kenny don't even go there. That's you want to know why? You want to know why? Because without Draymond, Kevin Durant makes it to the championship and plays against LeBron James, <laughs> and so he runs it back. <laughs> He don't leave OKC. He he doesn't leave OKC. So what what are we talking about? You said, hold on. That's fair, right? Hold on. So you're telling me. Go ahead. My bad. This year, the Warriors have the 19th defense rating in the NBA, but with Draymond and Florida, number one. So that's how important he is this year for them. Can I add on to this and anybody could interject? Yeah, you're next. Was it me or is it just me or didn't we not see Draymond Green guarding Jalen Brown? And the finals uh, last year. Well, Jalen Brown had his worst series, a uh, postseason series against the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, uh, but you got to understand the most impactful defender in that series was uh, Andrew Wiggins because his defense on Jason Tatum in that series stopping the head of state. And you got to understand that the way that they were guarding Jason Tatum compared to what the way they was guarding Jalen Brown, they was basically guarding Jalen Brown one-on-one. They was literally triple team every time with Jason Tatum. So, that, to the rim on, as well. wait, that, so actually helps, that helps Draymond's case because him being the primary one-on-one guy. He, he wasn't was the primary him. defender on him. Draymond yes, Green was. got switched on him. He was not the primary defender on uh, Jalen Brown. What are, we, what are we doing? He was after he like was duh, duh, Who was he guarding? Jalen or Jason? Duh, make up your mind. I said Draymond and Jalen. What are you talking about? And now you're talking no, about No, what I'm saying is this is that the impact, the guy that had the most impactful uh, uh, defensive impact in that series in the finals was Andrew Wiggins. They, if Andrew Wiggins' defense on stopping Tatum on uh, 
getting to that mid-range for driving right, contesting every shot as well. I think he shot below, what, 20-something percent from the mid-range when Andrew Wiggins was guarding got, you know, Jason Tatum as well. Very inefficient from the field as well. If they if, if they don't have Andrew Wiggins in that season, and plus, let's talk about how Draymond Green had more fouls than he had uh, – he had more fouls than he had, I believe, points that series at one point of the career in that series. Not only that, uh, he got fouled out in that series as well. Not only that, Andrew Wiggins, his impact in that series, bro. Come on, bro. Let's let's not do this. What does shit. that have anything to do with? What does that have anything to do with uh, Draymond Green guarding Jalen Brown? That no, everything. Draymond Green did not, bro. bro Draymond Green was not the primary defender on Jalen Brown. That's okay. what I'm saying. Who was guarding Jalen Brown then? It was Clay Thompson. Oh it was quite Go ahead, double. Go ahead, double. At first, he was. I would have to go back and actually watch to be thorough about who was guarding who. But if Draymond was getting cooked by Jalen Brown, my only answer would be, "Nigga, who is Jalen Brown not cooking?" It's one thing if Tony Craig is cooking Draymond. We got this conversation, but Jalen Brown is a bucket. If you're getting scored on by a great offensive talent, I mean, all you can do is put a great defense. I mean, great offense always be great defense, no matter how you want to put it. So right. that's how I would look at that. I'm not going to knock Draymond because Jalen Brown, of all people, who has shown extreme growth in his offensive game since mm-hmm. coming out of college, is getting buckets on him in the finals. That's a fact, Domo. But how come why, who, somebody before that said that he was locking Jalen Brown? So was he or was he not? Well, the good thing about all so, this is somebody, that somebody lied. Soon we're going to find out Draymond Green, how he looks like in another situation. Because I think he's even going to stay after this season. I don't think oh, yeah. they bring him back. Um, the glazing he been doing for LeBron, he might be in L.A. Okay. Yeah, they, they said the Lakers view Draymond as a dream offseason target if he hits free agency this summer. How do you Good. think he'd do on the Lakers with A.D. Williams, and LeBron? Bro. First of all, I, I am dreading a, a Vanderbilt and Draymond lineup. Oh, my God. That is offense. Defensively looks great. Offensively, that is going to be. That is terrible. That. No no but spacing. I'm roaming say, off both of them. I'll take him over Wendell Gabriel 10 times out of 10. I'll say that. I'll take him. I'd rather have Draymond minutes than Wendell Gabriel minutes. So. I do want to remind everybody. Yeah, uh, I'm rolling off both of them. Jalen Brown had his worst series against the Golden State Warriors out of all the postseason series he had in 2022. On top of that, he had a great game seven, but in game five, he was like five for like 18. And then I What about game three where he scored 27, nine, and five? I mean, he has some games, and then there was games he was fucking terrible. So what are we talking it about? It was torching Draymond. Uh... Yeah, so I'm, I'm just saying, like, I'm watching that series. I'm seeing Gary I'm seeing Gary Payton the second guarding. I'm seeing him get switched on Looney. I'm seeing uh, uh, Clay Thompson guarding him as well. So this, And then at times, Draymond Green do get the switch and guard him. But Jalen Brown was cooking Draymond Green. He was cooking so his ass. But Mookie, we don't got to live in the past. Impact Mookie, who's guarding about, now? This impact that you're talking about, Draymond Green defensively, bro, I think you just got to have – I think you have revision in history, bro. Who would it take? All right, Mookie, Mookie, who, who, is he, who is he locking right now in this series? Who would it take? All right, what happened? I'm going to pull it right. The playoffs have started. We're, we're now heading into a lot of game twos. Which playoff series do you think has been the most exciting one so far? I'll start with you, Dub. Uh, the most exciting one is probably the Suns versus the – I'll say the Suns versus the Clippers. I think uh, that head-to-head battle, especially in game one, was amazing seeing Kawhi doing playoff Kawhi's here. I like what I'm seeing from him. Uh, Kevin Durant played well as, uh, as well. Devin Booker, the defense he was playing. And shout-out to Russell Westbrook in game one as well. He stepped up phenomenally. It was amazing. Love to see it. Game two didn't disappoint as well. They were both high-powered offenses. Going at it, Kawhi was doing his thing. KD and the boys was doing their thing. So I, honestly, bro, I think that one is the best. And then the Kings versus the Warriors is probably the second. 
I agree with that list. I do. I would probably just have the Kings and Warriors first because I think just the offensive basketball of that series has been the most entertaining to watch. The Kawhi and KD battle has been fun, but the Suns and Clippers, I don't know. It just feels like the Clippers go on stretches where they're so cold and the Suns do as well. And then they go on these late runs. Whereas like, I feel like the Suns and um, I feel like the Kings and Warriors series all around from the first quarter to the fourth is just the most exciting brand of basketball offensively for the most part. Dama, which series do you think it is? I was y'all both kind of took mine. I was gonna say either the Suns and uh, Clippers. Me personally, anytime I get to see Kevin Durant and Russell, Russell Westbrook go against each other with that history, because I was a big, uh, I'm a Laker fan, but I am a basketball fan, and that Young Thunder team was fun to watch. So with their history and them battling any time in the regular season, I had to tune into a playoff series, much watch TV. Obviously, the Kings and Warriors. The Kings literally go from 17 straight years of tanking, it seemed like, to genuinely being an actual team. And Sacramento's like a second home. So I, I love to see them actually be able to like that beam and have fun. So to be different, I will say, me personally, even though we know they're going to win four games, there's going to be a 4-0, I am liking this uh, Sixers and Nets series for the simple fact the Nets aren't rolling over, bro. Like, the Nets mm-hmm. are playing ball. They're competing. It's not like they're just getting blasted and waxed. They're, they're trying to compete, and they really should not be here. The fact that they were able to trade off those pieces get assets and get actual role players that fit play together and actually can be competitive is, is fun to see. And I like to see Joel and be able to just run in there, throw Nick Claxton all over the place and lay it up. <laughs> now that's a great play. Cam Johnson had a, had a big time game in game two. Mookie, what do you think? Uh, it's the um, Suns and the Clippers. Um, I just, I just like to see, you know, great basketball um, from particularly from Kawhi Leonard. Um, a lot of people in here say he ain't no top five playoff performer. A lot of people in here, you know, sat there even mentioned him as one of the top five players in the league. And the fact that he's doing that off a a torn ACL and he's peaking, like he's peaking at a mid-range score. He's peaking at a – he's on pace of having, again, a historical volume postseason scoring run again. And he's outplaying Kevin Durant. Um that's why I sat there and said, if the Clippers had Paul George, this would be a five-game series, real talk. But like I sat there and said, the Suns should be lucky. Uh, KD should be lucky that he has Devin Booker out there to, to carry the scoring load as well, right? But Kawhi has just been dominating, dominating. And if he pulls this series off, man, oh, man. <laughs> KD, boy. <laughs> Woo! But, yeah, it's the Suns. It's Suns. And then I like the Warriors and the uh, Kings. Uh just from an offensive standpoint, just mm-hmm. both guys played play the same game. Like they both run the same offense, and it's about who can execute. And I'm just seeing a young, young, hungry team that plays with a lot of pace in the Sacramento Kings, just out hustling, out physicaling, um, speeding up the pace against the Golden State Warriors. So that, from an offensive standpoint, that's a great series as well. Now, Bobby, from the information I've gathered, I'm assuming that you're a Sacramento Kings fan. Yeah, dollar always have been. So, how are you feeling about this series so far, being up 2-0? Uh, great. I mean, to answer, honestly, this series isn't one of my favorites. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and really, um, Domo, I was going to say, because you said 17 years of tanking. Bro, we weren't tanking, but we were trying. <laughs> we were trying, bro. We wasn't tanking. But, uh, but now, nah, so, um, I mean, it's, this series, is, it's a cool series. I mean, I, I like I like a competitive series, like the Knicks and Knicks in uh, Cleveland or uh, Suns, and, Suns and Clippers. I mean, it's 2-0. It hasn't really been very competitive, you know? Yeah, so your favorite ass, between the the Suns and Clippers and Knicks and Cavs, which one would you choose? 
probably Nixon 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 Cavs because I I really like um, Evan Mobley. I'm really excited to see what this uh, postseason to do for him. I think that Ju um, Julius Randle is a good first. You know that that's a good first round matchup to let him know how serious the um, the playoffs are. Uh, it's going to be super physical trying to guard Julius, and it's mm -hmm. just you're never going to have any off nights. You know Julius is going to get his shots up. You know Julius is going to bang you. You know you know what I'm saying. So you got you got to be ready to play at all times. Julius is the type of cat that he might he might have an off night or he might give you 40. So I like to see that for Evan Mobley. That's that's who I'm most watching is Evan Mobley. But I'm also excited to see Donovan Mitchell be able to kind of. Um, facilitate 13, 13 assists last night, right? Um, I like to see that for Donovan Mitchell. He hasn't been able to do that, you know, um, mm. with Utah. So I, I'm, I really am, I really am digging that Knicks Cavs uh, um, series. And Ron, what do you think? Uh, I was going to say the Knicks and the Cavs too. Obviously, it's competitive. Uh, the Knicks won the first game, which it actually kind of shocked everybody. But I mean, if you've been watching the Knicks all year, you know that they really like that. And, and then the Cavs came back. Bounce back. What, what makes them like that? Two. What you mean? What makes them like that? The same reason that they won the game. The Knicks is a hard nosed team. Like they, they, they actually kind of embody New York. Like Jalen <laughs> Brunson, he he a tough nosed point guard or hard nosed point guard. Jalen Brunson ain't no punk. Julius Randle, y'all can sit up here and say his game's ugly all you guys want to. Julius ain't no punk. Mitchell Robinson, he not taking that he can't shit go from right. uh, from who can't Play, go right. Playoff Randle, Julius is here, can't go right, so, bro. Okay, so then stop him going left. They stop him going left. They force they him right. You can't do it. They can't. They can't stop Jalen Brunson from going left. Either. I mean, you got to give respect to the Knicks. We do embody New York. Josh Hart, offensive rebound. He's a rebounding machine. Mm -hmm. I think he's one of the Man. best rebounding guards in the league. Although the Knicks series is very entertaining, game two is such a disappointment. Everybody played bad. And right now, I just don't know what to expect from R.J. Barrett moving forward. I, he's just been such a big-time disappointment as a third overall pick. And it just really feels like he does nothing well offensively. He's such a huge liability, and I feel like the Knicks have to start Emmanuel quickly next game because RJ just gives them no floor spacing. Do they move off of RJ uh, after the season? It's likely, but I just don't know who take him. Like, who would trade for RJ Barrett given the contract the Knicks gave him in the offseason? And, and hey, Joel, you a Knicks fan? I am a Knicks fan. So you had your team losing the five? Nah, I picked the Knicks before the series started. I could have I, I, I did last. have the Cavs. So last Wednesday we were on the show. Before I like dived into the matches for real, my like just gut feeling was Warriors over Kings and Cavs over Knicks. Then I dived into it more and I changed my prediction from Knicks over Cavs and Kings over Warriors. You dive deep in the water. Yeah, I dive deep in the water for sure. I was watching the film. The Kings one, I, I felt good about. The Knicks one is kind of it's kind of weird though because I trust Jalen Brunson, but Julius Randle, I I don't trust him as a <laughs> performer still. I don't. Game one, first half, game one, I was like, okay, we might get a good we might get a good Julius Randle. Second half, he was dog shit. Then game two, he was horrible. So I don't know what to expect. And right now, Quentin Grimes, IQ, they're mm -hmm. not playing well. But I think back at the Garden. We could play better. And on top of that, like, we did our job. We stole one at Cleveland. That's what we needed to do. Now we just protect home court, and we this series could really be ours. Joel, I, don't, I really don't this. think you guys stole one. I think you guys you guys went out and took that game, and I, I think you guys is going to – yo, I'm not surprised if it goes back, uh, if you guys go up two or go up three, three to one. I'm not surprised if the Knicks win both games at home because I'm like, yeah, Donovan Mitchell, 
he has showed up in the playoffs, but I'm not expecting Donovan Mitchell to carry. And even if he does, he had 38 the first game, right? He did. He had, he 15, last, he had 15 last game, and Darius Garland stepped up. Yeah, they, he, he plays a bad shooting-wise, but he was doing everything. Else. Well, usually guys, guys like Donovan Mitchell, they, they show up big in the garden, though. But that's what I'm saying, though. I'm, I'm, I don't think that moves the needle, though. I, I, I think that they can still weather the storm if Donovan Mitchell goes crazy. And so I'm just, I'm just, I, I just feel like it's it's something brewing in New York. We're not giving them enough credit. They feel like they're the underdogs, but they clearly have shown that they can get at Cleveland. So yeah. I mean, I'm I'm telling you, I I got the Knicks damn near going up three one. Joel, let me ask you this, right? Knicks. How do you feel about uh, playoff Julius Randle uh, showing his face again? I don't know what to expect. You know, I, I definitely don't have expectations for Julius Randle in the playoffs. I expect him to play bad. That's my expectation. Like, if he has a great game, I'm like, okay, yes, like, this is what we need from Randall. But I'm not expecting that. And I think if, based on what you see from Julius, you can't expect that. But I think the major adjustment from game one to game two for Cleveland was that they just went smaller. Ozzie Kuro played three minutes in game two, which gave them more spacing. And then they had a lot out there of Garland, Mitchell, Shetty Osmond, Lavert, and Allen. So they just had more spacing. And their defense was just, like, was just – amazing but i can't i can't ignore the fact that i feel like whenever a team complains about officiating the very next game in the series it just so happens to feel like they get every single call their way yeah the refs gotta write their wrongs huh <laughs> yeah they do on to least exciting series which one has been the least exciting for you for me yo, it's yo, been... jo jo joel right right quick yeah because I do want to, I had mentioned the, the Knicks in the in the Cavs series, but I did yeah. want to mention that a series that I do think will turn out to be the most exciting or one of the most exciting that nobody's talked about. Why isn't Which nobody one? talking about probably the biggest rivalry that we got right now? LeBron, hmm. Dylan Brooks. LeBron versus Le, LeBron Man. versus Bro, Paul John Morant is out. How was that, a, how was that a, a rivalry? Which, yeah. what, I'm talking, oh, no, we're talking about exciting series. Thinking, that's not exciting no more because Ja Morant is hurt. Uh, yeah, after Ja got hurt, I just lost all. The, the Lakers got lucky once again, bro. Got lucky. So, right, so, so, so nobody's still excited to watch the Lakers play? Nobody. Yeah, yeah. Because no, no, they're going to win. They're going to win. They're going to get the most free throws and they're going to win, bro. So, so you don't think the Grizzlies is going to man up and still make something happen? No. Let's keep in mind no. that they're not they a terrible team without Ja. So you tell telling me. Hold on, hold on. They're not too much worse without Ja. Tyus Jones is actually a competent point guard. He is, but I just don't think that Tyus Jones generate rim pressure that John Morant generates. He, matter of fact, he doesn't. So, you know, uh, the, the, what the Lakers were doing in game one was forcing John Morant to that floater range, and John Morant couldn't hit it because he was injured. His, his ligaments in his hand or fingers, whatever, he couldn't consistently hit the floater, and they were literally playing drop coverage. Well, like I sat there and said, bro, um, if they ain't got John Morant out on the floor, bro, I don't I don't see them winning that game because just John Morant's impact, his playmaking ability, his ability to collapse the defense, his ability just to give up easier opportunities out on the perimeter for the shooters to hit shots as well, and plus uh, defensively for the Memphis Grizzlies, they're just dumb. You don't. You, first of all, Anthony Davis is not a great passer out the double team, bro. He's not a great passer out the post because when I've seen times when you double Anthony Davis and force anybody else to make the play. Uh, the Lakers' office can be um, inadequate at times. They did not do that once. They only doubled Anthony Davis one time when John Morant came on the weak side and he passed to Rui Hachimura that almost led to a turnover. I didn't see that consistently in my life. So, like I said, you know, I said uh, Lakers probably win this five games because John Morant is hurt. But other than that, man, it's looking like an easy 
round for the Los Angeles Lakers. Look, an easy path for the Los Angeles Lakers. It's like the bubble part two for the Los Wait, Angeles Lakers. Okay, see, now you're pulling that up. So now I got to – this is crazy. One, all that stuff you said about how the Grizzlies need job for X, Y, Z, Elemental P, where was all that when they played well without him? Where like where was when they, that when they played well? When they played well without him. When they played well. Was it not last season where he missed how many games? That's, that's last season. That's last. Is this season. a different team? Is, is that was no. That was before Brandon Clark and Stephen Adams were out though. Brandon Clark and Stephen Adams were there. That's 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 last season. And plus, I hate when people sit there and say like, "Oh yeah, they played great without him." But you got to look at the teams that they play because that, that could be deceiving at times. You hear me? So that's like true. I so sit there and say. I mean, we got to go look it up. If I go look it up, I, I bet there's going to be some teams that are missing. I bet there's going to be some teams that are missing their second best player, their third best player as well. I they mean, there's going to be teams where they, they were on the second night of a back to back. With Tyus Jones starting at point guard, they went 20 and 2. Yeah, like, but that, that don't, that don't, that don't that's, yeah, that's, that's not a knock on Ja, though. That's a great stat, but it's like they're not only missing Ja, they're missing Steven Adams and Brandon Cracks. They're missing three of their top rotation players. I get that. And that's why for me, that's fair. The excitement in this series is just totally lost. And game one, Rui had the out of body performance. I did not expect that at all. Dub, what, what do you? Oh, that's not going to be duplicated. I have the uh, the Grizzlies record without John Moran this year is twenty one and six. Who they face? Uh, 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 who the twenty one win oh. this year? I mean, twenty one and six. Are, uh, I'll look into it, but I just found. Yeah, the yeah, I, just, yeah, I wanted to be no. I just don't want to be no confusion. People be like, oh, they beat. They beat a bottom feeder four times. Yo, each it conference. doesn't matter. Right, Twenty one and six is yeah, but then you gotta you gotta record. put it to context. Oh my bad, bro. my bad, my bad. I just found it. Uh, they're actually eleven and ten. Eleven and ten this year. Yeah, so they barely they, they barely beat, one right. game over five hundred. They beat they beat Miami. They beat Atlanta. They beat Utah. They beat uh the Spurs. They beat Golden State. They beat Dallas. They beat Dallas twice actually. Now 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 who played that Golden, Golden State, State game March 9th? Huh? Who played in that Golden State game in March 9th? Let me check. Now, yeah, a growing debate up. within this series is that Austin Reeves play, played really good in, in game one. Steph and then LeBron basically said that, you know, he's always known that he was going to be a good player since training camp and stuff. The big debate now is Jordan Poole versus Austin Reeves. Do you think it's overreactionary to say Reeves is a better player or, or do you think that it's warranted? The thing is overreactionary. And I'm a, and I'm a awesome. Listen, I'm an AR-15 guy. Trust me. I, I love my AR-15. It shoots for real. Um, but Austin Reeves is definitely he, – he's a good pooper. He'll be with Kobe. I've been on him since we drafted him. I, I know the kid can play, but Jordan Poole is giving you 20 points a game consistently for – I want. I don't know what he averaged last year. I know this year was 20 points a game, played all 82 games. He's a genuine bucket. He's shown that. He's shown he can be an impact on a team to win a championship, and he's done it. Austin Reeves is proving that now. He is going through what Alex Caruso went through in 2020. Not that they're the same player, but they're literally filling the same role. He's a role player doing what he has to do, being where he has to be when he has to be there, and just make, making good plays and hitting shots when he needs to. I'm not going to say he's better than Jordan Poole. It's really a bad comparison because they don't play similar at all. They don't have similar roles. Well, they well, they said he's better than Tyler Hero. I mean, yeah, uh, not yeah, Tyler Hero. Do you agree with that? I think a lot of people are better than Tyler Hero, but I, I, I will admit I have a bias towards Tyler Hero. I, all right, all right, let, let's break it down. Okay, so who who's better at operating the pick and roll? Between you, who? Reeves you can, and you no, can Tyler argue. Hero and Tyler oh. Hero and uh, what's the name? Jordan and, uh, Austin Reeves, Jordan Poole. Austin Reeves and uh, Tyler, Tyler Hero. Hero. I think Austin Reeves is slightly Reeves. better. Austin Reeves. Who, who, who's better? Who's uh, a better defender? Reeves. Reeves. Who's a better playmaker? Reeves. Reeves. 
So what we what we doing? And I don't think there's a big gap between the shooting. Now, there's a bit, probably a big gap because uh, for scoring because also, uh, because Tyler Hero is in a situation where he has to be some of the leading scorer because the Heat lacks elite scorers on a team. I think no, there's a gap. There's a gap though. I think he's clearly a better scorer, but operating the pick and roll. No, I'm I'm saying it's not a gap. It's not a gap between their shooting abilities. But it, you, if you want to say it's a gap between there's their scoring gap. abilities, it, it might. I don't want to knock. It's not a gap lead. between their shooting. It's not what are you right to it? It's definitely a gap. No, it's a gap. Yes, <laughs> it's I, a gap there between their shooting volume. Yeah. Isn't it a clear gap between their volume and the amount of threes that they're taking too? Like if he's hitting a bigger clip at a way bigger volume, like yeah, there's a gap, guy. Yeah, Reeves taking, I think, two threes a game. Two to three threes a game. So, I, I feel like, I don't know, Reeves is a good player. There's no doubt. But you, it also, things kind of get jaded when you're playing with LeBron and you have that type of role. Like, I think Jordan Poole, Tyler Hero playing with LeBron could look similarly. And they could lock in more defensively. I like Reeves a lot, but I do think that this current run that he's on in the playoff game, game one, is a bit of more reaction. More so for the Poole thing. Because Tyler Hero outside his rookie year has not done nothing in the playoffs. But Jordan Poole, his playoff debut, he had 30 points. I, I just feel like his inefficiencies this year has led to a lot of people trying to criticize him, over-criticize him. And we're comparing a two-year sample size of Poole to a two-, three-month stretch of Austin Reeves. That's a fact. I mean, I just think Austin Reeves just got better upside. I think Austin Reeves is just his ability just to get better every year, just – his ability to get to the free throw line, I think that's very, very underrated. Just to you know, draw two defenders in and just put get them in an up fake and just get to the line as well. I think his ability to operate from the pick and roll to hit the uh, midi, hit the elbow jumper as well. His versatility in scoring just is improved as well. Him being a knockdown shooter, him being a, a a guy that can play in the passing lanes as well. Right? I just think from Austin Reed's standpoint, it's a reason why uh uh, teams or agents in, in 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 the league sitting there saying that he's about to be worth over a hundred million dollar contract. Do you agree with that? Because I mean, that's what the, the Liams, the GMs, and the agents are saying, bro. Yo, but Mookie, Jordan Poole and Tyler Hero already have that. Yeah, but what is Jordan Poole doing right now for you? That's the question. How Yo, does Reeves I'm, look like with a hundred million dollar contract? Though, and where? No, I'm just saying, like, 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 and to be fair, like, I ain't gonna lie. I think if the Lakers would explore more with uh, Austin Reeves early in the season, gave him more consistent minutes, I think we would have been seeing this earlier, right? It's because uh, Russ was in on, on the team and he was taking up majority of the minutes as well. And then I think once they, you know, cut Russ minutes, gave more more of the minutes of Austin Reeves, then that's when we started seeing Austin Reeves' potential, right? So that's to be fair. So you know, if you want to say you want to see him in a full series, uh, full eighty-two games uh, season to play like this consistently, that's fair. But what I'm saying is this, what he's doing now for the Los Angeles Lakers, I mean, bro, you got some people that are sitting there saying that, bro, he's the third best player on the Los Angeles Lakers team, bro. I mean, we wouldn't have seen that had we not had the point guard troubles we had with the injuries. That's really what it was. Austin Reeves, when Russ was there, wasn't that he wasn't getting minutes. He wasn't getting minutes on the ball as the as a primary playmaker for whatever group he was with. He was really the two-guard, off-ball guard mate. And even the three in some lineups, if you have uh, Darvin Ham doing the gymnastics he do with lineups. So really what did it and why it's been a two, three-month sample size, we had that period where DeAndre Russell didn't play for like two, three weeks. We had a period where Schroeder was – we literally could not have a point guard outside of Schroeder, and it was a force to get – we had to force Austin to be on ball. Thank God we found something. We found lightning in the bottle. We found a spark that we genuinely needed, but that wouldn't have been there 
hell, we could have had no Westbrook at the beginning of the season. If we don't have point guard issues, we wouldn't have found this out. I do Please. think uh, – well, I, I just want to say I do think uh, having – seeing a full season with Austin Reeves playing at that level, I think that's important. Where we see Jordan Poole, we've seen Tyler Hero consistently be that guy, consistently be that go-to mm-hmm. guy for their teams. And, you know, teams are adjusting for that. Our teams are game planning for that compared to Austin Reeves where it just came out of nowhere. Like Damo said, like everybody was getting hurt. Austin Reeves filled in the position. Now he's just catching everybody by surprise. So I do want to see more uh, consistently with Austin Reeves before we be like, oh, he's better than Hero. Oh, he's better than Poole. Like, let's just chill on those talks because at the end of the day, consistency is most important. If he's just doing this for a little short sample size, I mean, you can't just say he's better than somebody else. That's a fact. I mean, no, a, a lot I'm, of you guys got the Lakers beating the Grizzlies, right? Yep. Yeah. And then, so if they do that, then who do they play next? The Kings. The Kings. The Kings. They play the Kings more the than like Kings, not the Warriors. Oh my God! The, the Kings well, are winning. The hey, I, I am giving up on the Warriors, bro. I ain't going long. I, hey, like Buddy said, I I am happy for the downfall, bro. I am happy for it. I do know. I hope you guys. Why, know why y'all been? Ha- why y'all happy on the Warriors' downfall? Like. Like this is we've seen greatness for the Golden State Warriors. It's like like I don't understand why y'all happy because like like because is it because he been whooping y'all goats ass like in the finals? Like I, I really don't understand <laughs> yes, that, bro. Yes, that is ex- yeah. I'm not gonna lie to nobody. That's exactly why I'm happy for the downfall. I've watched LeBron add unnecessary else's resume just because these guys stacked the deck in their favor. So yes, I'm happy y'all crumbling. Yeah, but do you do you do you, do you, do you, do you, do you apply that when LeBron James stacked the deck in uh 2011 then came up short and had one of the historical worst uh performance of any superstar mm, in sports? I still I still say Dirk is one of my favorite players of all time cuz what he was able to do in the What about when LeBron James beat a young rookie Oklahoma City run. Thunder team when when the team was stacked as well and uh what? won that series as well? Like 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 I don't understand why y'all are you not saying, saying was I happy when the Heat demise? Yes, I was happy when the Heat demise as well. Yes, I was like, thank God LeBron is out of Miami. Yes, so I don't understand why you mad at the Golden State Warriors just because I'm they not, beat I'm LeBron James and Steph Curry has proven that he like the Golden State Warriors <laughs> is the best player, best team in his in his generation as well. I just don't understand why y'all just getting mad at that, bro. Hey, I have no shame when it comes to Miami. I said I was applying that. Yes, I'm consistent. I have no shame when it comes to the Warriors' downfall at all. I know Mookie as a Clippers fan. You don't really have to go up against them in the playoffs. And stuff. No, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a Clippers. I'm not a real. I'm not a Clippers fan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, Domo, your face, your face when you was like, yeah, I'm consistent. Like, what are we talking about? Like, that was but hilarious, at, bro. <laughs> I'm like, as I a James, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. As as a James Harden fan in Houston, the Warriors was the one team that they always kept losing to. So I'm happy to see this Warriors downfall. I am. And also, we talk about the greatness. I, I think that Kevin Durant Jackson Jr. I'm, I'm not sure. I think he's he probably probably he, he going to the back right now. I, I, I'm just not. Oh, my God. He's running to the back. He, he's oh. walking on his own, in his own viewership, though. He's walking by himself. He's running, like jogging back. To oh, the man. Yeah. But yeah, he's in the back. Oh, yeah. This series. Right, who, who is it? Pack him up. Oh, Pack him up. Triple J's in the oh, back. Yep. Hey man. Yeah, man. This is bubble part three, bro. Damn. You know what's great? Everybody keeps saying, oh my God, the Lakers got it easy. Bro, it's quite funny, bro. It's hey, quite man. funny how everybody. It ain't fun when the Rabbit got the gun. Hold it's 2021 when bro, the Lakers got hurt, when LeBron was hurt during the half the season, AD was hurt half the season, and the, the Suns beat us with AD leaving in what? Game one, game two, AD gets hurt. Everyone was saying, Next man, no, but it's, it's, play it's, ball. So, bro, hey, man, 
Give me these Xavier Tillman minutes. Tell him to step up. Give you me know. them Aldama minutes, bro. Tell him to get some corner No, but it's fun. It's quite funny how no, Dylan Lofton. It's quite oh, funny how Dylan Brooks. Uh -huh. It's quite funny. Kenneth like, Lofton minutes. It's, 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 it's ironic how like everything is working in the Lakers' favor. Like they like it gets the playing tournament. They miss Jaden McDaniels. They also miss. Uh, Rudy Gobert, who was the best rim protector on their team, two of their best defenders was out, and the Lakers somehow uh, went life to death and went to the playoffs, uh, winning that game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Then since that league tantrum game since uh, January 28th, the Lakers have led the NBA in free throw dis disparity. On top of that, they led the NBA in free throw attempts. So we all know that the league was partying y'all getting to the playoffs as well because they just they just didn't want the, to see their biggest box office miss the playoffs again and getting y'all pieces. I got. Oh, hold on, hold on, Mookie, you lagging a bit. It's Kenny Lofton time. Hold on, y'all hear me? Y'all hear me? Yeah, we hear you. Just got an M one. It's gonna be all right. gonna be one one. I'm expecting the Kings to move on, and I don't think that's an easy series for the Lakers if that's that's the matchup. I don't. That's what I'm saying. I need I needed Memphis to take the the Lakers to at least six. You know what I'm saying? We got we got to wear down a little bit. Guys, out, bro. This series is over. Well, hold on. Let's, let, let's bring it back, though, because remember I was talking about Austin Reeves and I said the Lakers are more than likely going to win this Grizzly series. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Then they're going to more than likely go play the Kings or the Warriors. Then they have to if they if they advance in that series, they have to go to the Western Conference Finals. The point I'm making is we will see based on this playoff run exactly who Austin Reeves is and what he's about. Now, he, he as of right now, Austin Reeves is a good player. We all like Austin Reeves. But we're going to see if, yes, he showed up in a big game, game one. But we're going to see if he can continue to do that or if he's going to be a guy where he'll win you one game out of the series. Or we'll see if he's consistently that dude. We, we really going to see what he's about. Or if we're we going to see if he's if he's a guy that he had that one game, but that doesn't necessarily define him. He's not really all of that. But, That's a good but even, if he, even if he does ball out for all the playoffs, has a great playoff run, what if he gets paid and then pulls a Duncan Robinson? Like, what if he he gets paid? And, and I'm sorry about. And listen, I'm not trying to throw no heat jabs. I'm just it, it's just relevant. But what if he gets paid and he doesn't produce after he gets paid? Because that's one thing I will give the credit Jordan Poole to. I keep I, and this is the third time I'm bringing it up. Average of 20 points and playing all 82 games in the low management era of basketball when people have historically gotten paid and declined whether the amount of games they played their production, whatever it was, because it's not a contract year, he still was able to give you similar to equal production he gave you when he got paid. So there is credit to be given there. I need to see Austin Reeves do that. Austin Reeves can ball out for the last two months of the season in the playoffs, but let's give you this four to five mil, I mean, four to five year, 100 mil a contract. Let me see if you're still hooping like the third best Laker next year. Because mm. if you fall back down to earth to rookie Reeves, then obviously you weren't that guy. You just had a moment. Yeah, he just had a moment right now. He just got a crazy in one. Yeah, he did. Least <laughs> exciting, least exciting playoff series. Mine is the Sixers and Nets. Uh, as much as the Nets play hard, they just have no star power. Respect to Mikel Bridges because he's been balling since going to Brooklyn. But the, the, the Sixers struggled in Game Two and still beat them by twelve points. Like this is just a comp this is a series that's not competitive at all, and the Sixers should sweep them easily. So it's the, it's the least entertaining one. Or? I, I disagree. It's the least. It's the least entertaining for me. That, that's, yeah. I disagree. That, I'm saying that that's the question you're asking us, though. Yes. It's easily the Nuggets and Timberwolves game. That was a complete blowout. Oh. <laughs> a game one. That was just game terrible. I, yeah. I I I I thought it was going to be a competitive series because when you got Cat 
and you got the front court they have defensively and offensively. I thought it was going to give some problems with Jokic because I think Jokic is, is still one of the worst defenders in the NBA. So I thought Cat was going to make Jokic work, which he did. I mean, Jokic was in foul trouble throughout most of the game, but I, I thought they would have put up a better better effort than that, bro. I mean, getting blown out by damn near, what, 30, and you got the starters on the uh, bench on the starter that got in you know, fourth quarter as well. Like, come on, bro. I thought at least been more competitive, bro. So that that's boring to me. I I, th- I was going to even, you know, try to watch that series, but when I saw the start, I said, no, let me go ahead and watch some other some other things. So it is what Memphis it is. is up 22 to 11 right now with four minutes left in the first. Oh. I told y'all about them greedy grizzlies. Oh, come on, Memphis. I told y'all about them greedy grizzlies. They don't need y'all. Like, basketball, yeah, they need basketball, y'all. They basketball Basketball is a game of runs. I don't until it's until it's late in the fourth quarter. Is a game of runs. The reason why I didn't pick the Timberwolves is because I love watching Anthony Edwards play, and, and I think mm-hmm. Game One they got blown out, but I do think that the Timberwolves would at least at least give them a fight. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just uh, steal whoever uh, just said the the um, Nuggets and Timberwolves. I can't stand Rudy Gobert. I call him Baguette Biombo. He's just a French Bismack <laughs> Biombo that's glorified. I can't stand him. I, I can't stand watching him play basketball. I don't even like hearing him talk about basketball. So yeah, that is the most that is the least interesting series. Cat is still a kitty cat. I can't get him out of. They shouldn't even be here. It should be OKC here. I'm mad OKC lost. OKC should be here. So I, I do want to talk about uh, since y'all talking about that series. I do want to want, rewind back and bring up the Sixers versus Nets. Uh, I have to agree with Damo. Honestly, I don't think it's as like it's not one of the most uh, least entertaining series for me because I think the effort that they're putting out there is amazing. They're playing good defenses. I think Jack Vaughn and the de- defenses he he's uh, sending to Embiid is actually great. The issue with the Nets though, and I just when I watch them, I feel bad because like you're playing this great of a defense, you're forcing them mm-hmm. to tough uh, uh, shots and decisions. Y'all can't score. You literally can't get a bucket to save your damn life. Y'all just relying on them to just hit threes and hit threes and hit threes. And then after a while, bro, those shots ain't going to be falling like that. It is what it is. So that's the Nets. I do like what they're doing, and I feel so bad for them because I feel as if if they had a Dame, if they even had like a Kyrie Stone on the squad, I think they could have won. But, I mean, I just feel bad for them, bro. I think they're playing It just sucks that had Katie and Kyrie still been on this Nets team, I do think they're a contender in the East. Facts. Yeah. Facts. They could have won. I think they could have won the East or the end the chip. Yeah. Who? You said who? Katie and Kyrie, if they were still on the Nets. If Katie and Kyrie were still on the Nets, they would have won the East. That's a lie. They're not they're not beating Boston. They they would have had a chance for sure. No, they would not. No, they They would have. Yeah, you think they would Boston defensively Boston defensively, it's just a big matchup. It's just a matchup problem for the Brooklyn Nets. When you have a great of a front court like they have, and you got switchable wings as well that could body Kevin Durant, that could front Kevin Durant as well. You got to be a great POA defender and Marcus Smart and Derek White who can bother Kyrie Irving, who can fight over the screens as well, who can contest as well. And then you surround that with an elite three-point shooting. Their offense is what? Top two, top three in the lead. Bro, Boston would have mopped the floor with the Brooklyn Nets, probably been in five games, probably maybe be in maybe, six. Maybe not, maybe not a sweep this year. Maybe just five. Yeah, probably five games. I would, say, I would <laughs> say to me, I would say to me the most boring. Um, yeah, I would say the Kings and Warriors. I mean, we expected more from the Warriors. They let, they let us oh, down. Oh, the way the what the Warriors, the Warriors let us down. They let oh, the whole world man. down. I was expecting. I was expecting a whole lot more from them. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go with that one as the most boring. 
Oh, so you you just <laughs> these, you, these, you are, just these are your these are your chips. <laughs> This is wild. Uh, Bob, bro, you be too cocky, bro, because it's, it's, it's you be too Shit. cocky right now, because they can still beat y'all at home. I'm bro. not, hey, Mookie, I'm not on the team. I'm talking <laughs> my shit, nigga. Uh, <laughs> Celtics and Hawks, honorable mention. Oh, no yeah, yeah. About no. yeah, yeah. That is yeah. actually. Oh, okay. That is okay. Yeah, that is the All right. All right. No, the reason why I want to say that's the least, because I like the, I like how the, well the Celtics offense is playing. That's Their offense is very, very entertaining, so. At least I can look forward to that and their defense. Like I, I, I can trust. It's just a one-man show. Yeah, it's just a one-man yeah. show. It's just the Boston Celtics just killing them. So it's like, why are we watching yeah. this? Exactly. And then Trey Young can't get no screens because he got somebody that's chasing them downhill. You got different bodies that you can switch up on them. Oh man, that just uh, get the brooms man. out. Get the brooms. Yeah, yeah, it's a sweep. I'm just, just looking forward to the Celtics and seventy six. I'm just looking forward to that seventy sixes and. Uh, Celtics series, yeah, that's gonna be really fun. What you said, seven game series. I was about to say the Hawks get swept this series. It, it's officially trading Trey Young, right? They're like it, it, it's official. Do you trade know. Trey Young at his lowest value? I mean, I don't think his value gets any higher here. Like, I mean, from here, I mean, next year, it's like the it's like the Belichick rule. I I, I have the Belichick philosophy. I'd rather be two years early than two years too late trading somebody. If his value right now is his lowest, next year is going to be lower. The year after that is going to be lower. So you might as well get him off now. You have DeJounte Murray still. Obviously, DeJounte Murray isn't the best guard, but he's still an all-star caliber point guard in this league. You trade Trey Young, you either get another star player to put next or star-like player next to uh, DeJounte, well, not next to DeJounte, in front of DeJounte, or you find extreme amounts of depth and assets and go into this offseason and try to make some moves and do what you can. But it doesn't work for Trey Young. Y'all can't build around him. Whether it's his fault, the front hey. office's fault, Atlanta's fault. It, but Dama, it but Dama, you fired your head coach though for Trey Young. So it's like after yeah. you fire your coach, you have to roll with him now. I mean, true. So if you want to be the Eastern Conference Trailblazers and you're just going to hold on to Trey Young <laughs> and move every single piece on the team for the next three, four, five years, and then he becomes thirty and and, and bitter with two hundred and fifty million dollars. Then hey, that's your prerogative to do that, gang. But yeah, but I, I Damo, Damo would, would like Damo's like when we talking like like Hawks fans say the same stuff, bro. I talked to a Hawks fan today, man. They sat there and said they want Trey Young gone, bro. And I'm just like, bro, like like the reason why y'all have Trey Young is to be in playoff contention every year. So when you move Trey Young, and and I don't believe you're gonna get another star back for Trey Young because like y'all sat there and said his value is not that high. You're gonna just basically get some great pieces you know you probably got some good 3d pieces as well but y'all not y'all not with uh, with javante murray led atlanta hawks is not no playoff team that's not no playoff team like trey young the reason why you have trey young on your team is to, to tend for the playoffs and somehow he can develop and get better so y'all possibly one day contend for a championship so now you're removing trey young and you get pieces of the surrounding javante murray you trust javante murray to lead the atlanta hawks to the playoffs every single year i just don't i don't just don't see that happen if they're going to do that then that means they just go on a straight rebuild mode because no, no, if, me... if you go ahead I was like, let me throw a hypothetical trade because I, I was talking about this in my discord and we was just trying to find like just random trade scenarios that will work for both teams and listen totally hypothetical crazy situation but if the Atlanta Hawks go, we got Trey Young and John Collins, Minnesota. Let me get Cat and somebody else. Cat and Conley. Is that such a bad move? Is that a crazy move? Terrible. For the Hawks? That's, that's a, terrible. That's terrible. terrible. For the Hawks? Terrible. terrible. That's terrible for Minnesota, in my opinion. 
You feel it's like terrible for both teams. Yeah. Really? Because I no, think I, mean, I don't want to give up two All Stars for for Cat. I don't want to give up one All Star for Cat. Yeah. So you telling me Javante Murray and Cat? Oh, that's yeah, I, obviously I'm not saying they're about to win a championship or even be a, be a playoff team. But this is just wait, wait. You, you, you said Javante and Trey? No, no, sorry, no, no. Trey and John Trey Collins. And Collins. Trey and John Collins. Oh, okay, they okay. go to Minnesota. I mean, and Minnesota sends you Cat, Mike Conley, or Cat and the amount of players to make up the contracts or whatever to send Cat away because they got to make a choice too. The Timberwolves, this whole two big man thing they got going on. That's not going to work. You got to choose between either your old number one pick or your uh, more recent number one pick, Cat or AE. Both of them aren't going to work long term together because they aren't cut from the same cloth. And it's a dog. Carl Anthony Towns is a cat. It just ain't going to work, but this ain't cat dog. <laughs> I don't like the Collins and Gobert frontcourt fit, but mm-hmm. I, I do think that Trey Young paired up with Edwards and McDaniels does mask his defensive liabilities. So I do like that fit. And I think Anthony Edwards has been needing a playmaker. Conley's fine, but Conley is just older now. So mm-hmm. I do I do like that slightly for Minnesota. But for Atlanta, I feel like that just leaves them in the same situation they're currently in. They'll, they'll probably end up get if that was to happen, Atlanta would get some draft picks along with it, too. Oh, yeah. They'll, that's... They'll, they'll be able to build. They'll get some draft capital. Uh, I'm assuming they'll probably get. What about Jalen oh, Brown? Trading Trey Young for Jalen Brown. I don't think Boston does. I don't see why Boston does. Oh my God! Why Jalen Brown? Oh my God! You know what? I'm tired. You know what? Speaking of Jalen Brown, somebody gave me the stat. Shout out to Thick Damian Prince. Thirty-eight percent is what Jalen Brown shot guarded by uh, Draymond Green. Thirty-eight (laughs) percent. For everybody in the chat, he got locked up. He got locked up. That's dedication. Does been looking for that for an hour. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't looking for that for an hour. That, that's, that's, was, they they said the, that through a what long was time. The, what was the volume though? Hey, hey. He was, hey, he was hey, holding not, on to that. You want to talk about Julius Randle? You want to talk about Julius Randle and not being able to dribble? Jalen Brown's the same guy. He's the same guy. Nah, he can't throw like that. No, 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 no. Maybe rookie. What are we talking about? Jalen Brown can't. Jalen Brown, he can dribble now. Nah, he 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 won't be cooking nobody like that. What are we talking about? So end of the first quarter. Um, Grizzlies are up 30 to 19 on the Lakers. Now, a series I thought that, that wasn't going to be very competitive in the first round was the Heat and Bucks. But with Giannis's injury, this series now becomes more opened up. Giannis has been ruled out for game two. So, so based off of this new information, do you think the Bucks should still win this series or do the Heat have a legit chance? Mm. Bucks in five. Yeah, it's the one series. Bucks Ooh. in five. You talking about Bucks versus Miami? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I I didn't get to give my take on the least exciting series, so I'm a bunch yeah. of this in one. Yeah, get your take Bucks in five, and this is the least exciting series. So watch with this, or without right? Giannis. Watch this. When Duncan Robinson actually starts earning his contract, giving oh. us three, giving us three, oh. Threes, oh, giving us three. You, you worse tonight. than Bobby. Oh, you no, worse no, no. than Bobby. Well, we won <laughs> game one. Me, we won bro. game one. We literally won game one. So without Giannis, right? So when Mid Middleton shows his face, when Drew Holiday shows that he really can't be that secondary or even first uh, uh, option to uh, in terms of scoring, you know, and then Jimmy Butler's gonna be playoff Jimmy, Bam's gonna be cooking Brook Lopez, Duncan Robinson's finally gonna have three threes in a game, something we haven't seen in a while. Max Curry out there making That's plays tough. out of nowhere. Listen, without Giannis, the Bucks are suspects. Easy. If, so hold on, hold on, hold on. So Dub, you telling me that you telling me, hold on, Dub, you telling me that you got the Heat beating the Bucks? Get the brooms out, baby. 
If there's no yeah, you, you just chat that's, right now, bro. There's you no challenge for the series. Yeah, I, I'm. 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 Nah, gonna... I think they, the Bucks can beat the Heat. If the Bucks are, if the Bucks are a true championship team, they have to beat the Heat even without Giannis. Have because the Heat don't have Tyler Hero and Drew Holiday. He he should be able to guard Jimmy Butler and hold him to a bad series. And when we talk about Bobby Portis and Brooke Lopez and the rim protection they have, Bam Adebayo should not be going off in this series either. Brooke don't guard. Yeah, it's just it's just adjustments that the but, uh, Bucks got to make, bro. Wait, wait, but uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Joel Brooke don't be guarding one on one. I think he's a phenomenal nah, he help defender, he yeah, but yeah. he won't be guarding one on one. Bobby Portis, not worried about him guarding up Bam. A hundred percent. Bobby's a good one on one defender, better than Brooke Lopez. So I'll give you that. But even then, you can have Jimmy out there. Max Curry out here. I don't know what the hell he turned into, but ever since the Bulls game, bro, that boy been hitting nice key buckets. Hey, and then Duncan, I'm telling y'all, Duncan Robinson. Three, Duff, I don't want to hear you bring up Duncan. Yeah, stop, I don't want to hear you bring up Duncan. Because you, you ain't said shit about him. You haven't said nothing good about that we man gave all him year. You haven't said nothing we, good about that we man. We gave him 100 mil. You know what you sound like? And he needs to come out. You know he needs to come out now. You sound like a chick that's been trashing her man. Or, or that's that's yes. that. you no yes. no you no that's you you sound like a chick that hasn't entertained right nobody all year. No, that's, you haven't entertained nobody all year. Then your man goes right to jail. Now. Then your man goes to jail. That's now, me right now. Him up. What you doing tonight? Yeah, that's me right now. Babe, show the fuck no, up. I want to hear I that. You right haven't now. said nothing good I about that man all year. You haven't said nothing good about that man all year. Don't wait for Tyler Hero to break his hand. Now all of a sudden you want to jump on his jump on his jock strap. I don't want to hear it. Now listen, it's the facts. This actually might be good for the Bucks because although Giannis is out, Chris Middleton, this is a perfect series for him to find his groove and for exactly. him to go into sure. the next series and keep keep this going. I think Chris Middleton, he's going to outplay Jimmy Butler in this series. If Jimmy Butler gets outplayed by Chris Middleton, <laughs> it's going to be a conversation to be had. Yeah, if but... Jimmy Butler gets played, outplayed by Chris Middleton, I don't think that's too crazy to say. Let's not forget what Chris, Chris Middleton, Middleton did at 30 last game. Mm -hmm. Was that that was two years ago? Yeah, just two years ago. Chris Middleton went but You guys don't remember people were saying that was Chris Middleton's team, not Giannis Antetokounmpo's. That's I remember that. I remember that's, that. That's that. To that me, that's nasty. not that. That's not that crazy. That it was, was nasty. Giannis the best Robin. It was ball. nasty for sure, wing. but he was balling. Have you seen Middleton's playoff translation? What's good, little guy? What's up, little man? What's up with your boy? You ha have you seen uh, uh, Middleton's playoff translation? It's really bad for his whole entire career. He's had, he, he, had a, he had a great. All right, ride. hold on, hold on. What about the what about the year in the um, the year that they won the championship? Middleton, I believe, had more uh, more. He averaged twenty five a game, and then he was he had a record that LeBron James had in two thousand seven. I forgot what was that record was, bro. I forgot that what that record was. I think the record was the most clutch baskets. In the fourth quarter, more than LeBron James in 07. So, like, Middleton was playing great. Like, you got to stop with the hate and, and stop it with the delusional stuff. Uh, the Bucks is not, the Heat is not beating the Bucks in those four games. So, man, bring, bring that broom, bring give that broom. Me, and give stop me a break, oh, man. Middleton, he's been hurt all year playing like trash. What okay, but it's different. Last okay. Game? Yeah, he had 30 last game. Yeah, yeah what are you talking okay, about? Okay, one game. That means he's going to lay an egg this game. He's inconsistent, Middleton. He lived, he okay. built his game on inconsistency. Like oh, I said, yeah. Dub, over dub, 25, dub, over dub. 25 tonight. Over 25. I'll go over. I'll take the over. I'll take the over. What efficiency, though? What efficiency, though? Oh, mid. I'm a, I'll say mid. I'll say decent uh, efficiency to be safe. 
to play okay. it safe. Okay. He's okay. Because I think he's going, be he's going to be chucking for sure. Oh, yeah. He's going to get his shots up. Now in the first round, we got a lot of great individual matchups. Which one is the best individual matchup this series? I'm going with, with KD and, and Kawhi Leonard yeah. so far. It's just about one matchup we talked about. Yeah, uh, I, I think that's the best matchup of the first round. Uh, Kawhi is easily. Brooke Lopez has got to be Bam and Brooke. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so do you guys think that Kawhi has been out playing KD? Yes. 100%. It's, yes. It's, it's, I, don't even know, I don't even know what's the debate here. And it's, it is quite funny how, you know, before, you know, um, we broke the series down because I was on my platform. We broke the series down. People were sitting there saying that oh, uh, Kawhi Leonard uh, defensively is not the same. I mean, they was putting you know Kevin Durant as a better defender than Kawhi. They was saying Grant <laughs> Williams is a better defender than Kawhi. I mean, Grant Williams. They said they said Mookie, Grant Williams is better said than Kawhi. That, bro. Uh, no, no, I'm just I know I'm saying on my platform. People sitting there said it, and I and I and I'm, and I'm basically sitting. There I'm saying, saying Mookie, disrespect. Nobody said that on your platform, bro. The, nobody the, would the, say that, bro. The disrespect, the disrespect that Kawhi Leonard was getting. Going into this playoff run, nobody, Joel, you didn't even have him as a top five playoff performer this year. You put Nikola Jokic over Kawhi Leonard and your top five playoff performers going into this season. I mean, bro, what, like, what, 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 what's, what, that? what's the, uh, on your show, on your show. No, it was you top five. It was, it, was you. You. It, was, it was top five players in the Western Conference, according and to you like, did, oh, and, you did, and you put Jokic. You put Nikola Jokic, a we guy that like Jokic is a bum in the playoffs. Yeah, but yeah, but he he's nowhere near a playoff performer like Kawhi. That's the thing. That's the difference. He, we then you put about playoff performers. Kawhi's top five. He is. Yeah, but he you is. still put Jokic over Kawhi Leonard. He's you a better player right Kawhi. now than he's a better player than Kawhi right now. No, he's not. Last time they faced in the playoffs, he blew a three-one lead to Jokic. Okay, so uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, bro, hold on, bro, hold on, bro. Just because, just because, just because you lose a playoff series against an individual player. That'll mean you're a better basketball player. Did that Nikola individual Jokic... player outplay him? Yes. No, Jokic no, he, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't outplay him. Because Kawhi Leonard up until, I would say, what, game seven was the best player in that playoff series. Not only that, Jamal Murray played better than Nikola Jokic that whole entire playoff run. And that's on top not, of that, Jamal Murray dropped 40 in that goddamn uh, 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 closing out game seven as well. So when we're looking at uh, playoff performance, outside the bubble, I mean, Jokic ain't had no deep postseason playoff performances like that, bro. Why? And, and, and y'all and y'all talk about and y'all talk about droppings like droppings in the playoff uh, um in the playoff runs. Jokic's assists get lower, his true shooting percentage goes down as well, right? And his rebounding go down as well, also. So we got to take that into account. And on account on top of that, he ain't win no championships. On top of that, he ain't had no deep postseason runs outside the bubble. And on top of that, when he did have a deep postseason run, deep postseason run in the bubble, he wasn't even the best player on his team. It was Jamal Murray by far, who shot 50, 40, 90, and averaged 28 in that playoff run. Listen, that's not even true. And for one, when we talk about the bubble, okay, Jamal Murray was exceptional. He was a playoff superstar. I was very high on Jamal Murray, which is why when he injured, he injured his ACL the next year, I was sad because I thought he was finally breaking out. Jokic hasn't had deep playoff runs because he hasn't had the team. We oh talk about God. the year after the bubble in 2021. His starting backcourt was Facundo Campazzo and Austin Rivers. What are we talking about? Just <laughs> this past season, he didn't have Michael Porter Jr. or Jamal Murray on his team. We talk about Will Barton oh. was starting for him. Will Barton. So, so are we are we ignoring the fact in 2018? Are we ignoring the fact in 2018 and 2019? Jokic had four people that was in double figures. On top of that, 
the, uh, the offense was a top seven offense in the league. On top of that, they had a top 10 defense in the league, and he got put out in the second round against the Portland Trailblazers as well. It took them seven games. And okay, but he lost. Great. He didn't have no deep postseason run, bro. He didn't have no deep postseason run. Outside, about, okay. the, so Jokic, outside so the bubble, he hasn't had a deep postseason run. So the, the last two postseason runs by Nikola Jokic when his team has been healthy, one game away from the conference finals, and he made the conference finals and came back from two 3-1 deficits in the playoffs. What are you talking Wait, about? Hold on. You say he was one game away from the conference finals. Yes, they went to Game Seven in the second round against Portland, and Dame played like okay, he lost, lost. and then it's after that, won in that okay, series. after that in the bubble, in the bubble, yes, uh, they had a deep postseason run, but he was not the best player on the team because Jamal Murray averaged twenty eight okay, or fifty forty nine, and on top of that, and and on top of that, Nikola Jokic did not play well against the <laughs> Los Angeles Lakers because the White Howard was bothering him. Uh, he no, was putting the clamp was on him as well off the bench as well. He just got his eye damn near poked out by Desmond Bay. And on top of that, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ron. Let me cut this guy right quick. Then on top of that, too, as well, right? The last two, the last two playoff runs that for Nikola Jokic, we cannot deny that he got swept. He got swept against his Phoenix Sun, right? Are we ignoring that? He got no. swept, and then they get yes, he got swept. I, no, I said, I said, I'm not ignoring that. No, I'm okay, not. okay. Then and, and then last year as well. We can't deny that Draymond Green was putting a body on him. Draymond Green was clamping him up. And on top of that, he got ejected one of the game. And Mike Malone had to pull him out the game for defensive purposes because Nikola Jokic's defense was exposed tremendously. And on top of that, he was out of gas, out of shape as well. So like I sat there and saying, when we're looking at playoff performance, you cannot compare it to a guy who in Kawhi Leonard in 2021 – was on pace of having one of the greatest value postseason score runs in NBA history. You cannot compare it to a guy who's third all-time in postseason scoring in a single playoff series. You cannot play it to a guy that's third all-time in the most points scored in a playoff run. You cannot compare that to the to the guy who's elevate his play every single year in the playoffs. Not every is a great year. playoff performer. There's no I'm not saying but that you, he's But not. you put Jokic over Kawhi, uh, though. Let's do all series. Jokic is a better player. And plus, we're talking about the bubble oh series. Goodness. Versus the Clippers in that series, Jokic averaged 24, 13, and 7. In that series, Jamal Murray averaged 23, 4, and 6. Well, what are better numbers? Like, come on. Jokic shot 52% from the field and 40% from three in that series. Kawhi averaged 24, 9, and 6. Jokic outplayed Kawhi in that series. No, he did not. He Listen, outplayed Kawhi, and Kawhi in Game 7 well, did though. nothing. The, you, what, what you do got to factor in, though, is Kawhi, his game doesn't always translate to stats. Like, Jokic, you can look at his stats and be like, God yeah. damn, he, he, he went crazy. Kawhi's game isn't always predicated on stats. He impacts the game in, in ways outside of the stat sheet, obviously defensively. Um, and just the way he played, Kawhi plays good basketball. That was like wow. Like, when he this, played with Popovich, he, he makes good why, basketball plays. Yeah, that, show up yeah, he just read off stats. First of all, if you look at the impact of the series, Kawhi Leonard had to be the best scorer, the best defender, no. the shot creator, the the point of attack de- defender as well, the no. best rebounder, and a reliable scorer. The in that impact series. in that Nikola series, Jokic, Nikola, the Nikola, no, but but he won a series because of Ty, of Doc Rivers. <laughs> Coaching inabilities. Now, on top of that, uh, if you look at from the, uh, a favorable matchup that Nikola Jokic had, bro, he was getting guarded by a six foot ten Montrezl Harrell. So, you, of course, you're going to generate a lot of numbers, a lot you, of points. You know who else? Well. You know but who what else I'm they, saying, you know who else they try to throw at him? Kawhi Leonard, and he was getting cooked too. Yeah, but when, he, when they hold on, hold on, hold on, when, hold on, hold on, but hold on, Dub, when you're not understanding, when they threw Kawhi Leonard on top of him, all Jamar Murray did was bring the guy that was guarding one of the worst defenders on the league because the, the, what the what the Nuggets was doing. 
They right. was killing first the Clippers all, for. Uh, all, hold on, 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 they had uh, a hero on him and Zubak. It wasn't Dub, Dub. Do you know? Also, do you, hold, on, I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me. Let I me want Joel to say something. You said a lot, Joel. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm just, I'm just it, It's just ridiculous to me how okay you're knocking Jokic for the matchup that he had, but there's a reason why in that series the Clippers could not double Jokic because whenever they try to double Jokic, he would make the correct read and pass every That's why time, we didn't double. and they would hit three point shots. Look, look, exactly. So you didn't double Jokic because Jokic was so elite at passing the ball, and he would make you pay each time you double right, him. Right, that, listen, that's listen. because he's so good. He had 34 points in Game 6. Jamal Murray in Game 7 had 40. He was amazing. But Jokic okay, cool. had 22 rebounds and 13 assists. So on the boards, he dominated, and assist-wise, he no, dominated. What I'm saying is this, is that the reason why we didn't double Jokic is because when you have shooters that was hot out on the perimeter, uh, he, Jokic is great of a passer where he can pass out the double team. So you, it's not a, your best ideal to double Nikola Jokic as well uh but to make it fair the reason why Nikola Jokic was eating is because when you have a a undersized a six foot seven Montrez Harrell who Doc Rivers played more than Zubak in that series of course Jokic is going to get his points and going to get his buckets because he's undersized and he can't guard the pick and roll so when Kawhi Leonard was guarding Jamal Murray on the point of attack Jamal Murray was not just going at Kawhi Leonard. What he was doing, and if you look at the Clippers' defense philosophy, is to switch. So what Jamal Murray is going to do, is he going to bring a guy that's guarding Lou Williams? Who's your guy that's guarding Lou Williams? All okay. that goes out the window. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 hold on, hold on. I'm about to break it down on why the reason why we couldn't stop him. Because the guy that was guarding uh, the, the man that was guarding Lou Williams, all Jamal Murray did was just come over here. Let me set a screen so I can get on to get the switch on the Lou Williams so I can cook. That's a simple thing what they were doing with Nikola Jokic. That's why they put Kawhi on Nikola Jokic just to stop the pick and roll. That's why they was getting killed. You know what I'm saying uh, on the switches as well. But all I'm saying is this: is that Nikola Jokic is not a better basketball player than Kawhi Leonard right now. Kawhi yes, Le no, he's not. He no, he's not. Yes, no, he's he not. Yes, no, he, he probably have a better let's season. He's a better player right, than Kawhi Leonard yeah, right now. Go ahead, bro. No, he's not. Uh, Yoke, not. a player who just won two MVPs back to back. Uh, come on. So, MV, so accolades make you the better player. Accolade, but there was a reason why he won that accolade. The reason okay, why but it doesn't make you the better player. It doesn't make you the better player. Accolades does not make you the better player. What has Kawhi done in the playoffs is being with the Clippers. He's won a championship, something that Nikola Jokic never done. He has not. No, no. Hold on. Kawhi Leonard. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard has been proven in the playoffs. Nikola Jokic has not. He had. Hold on, hold on. Has Nikola Jokic has never had a historical run that that Kawhi Leonard had in 2019, where he was where he was the leader of that all time great defensive unit in Toronto. Okay, but. It was not stacked. The Raptors team was stacked. It was, it was not stacked, bro. It was not stacked. Time, Fred Van defensively, 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 they was great because of the impact of what Kawhi and the leadership that he had defensively as well when you had uh, Marcus Sol and you had Serge Ibaka as well. But Kawhi Leonard can be, has been proven as a, in a as a best player on the team that he can lead a team to the championship and win it all. Now, Nikola Jokic has never been proven that. 
Now, when I break it down between Jokic and Kawhi, I think Kawhi Leonard is a better scorer than Nikola Jokic. He's a better shooter, right? He's a way better defender as well. And playoff translation goes to Kawhi Leonard. So when I break all of that, and on top of that, he won championships as well. On top of that, he's a way better defender as well. So that means that uh, the energy that he reserved on the defensive side of the ball, he's still able to keep that efficiency up, shooting, what, 50% for the field, close to 40% for the field, 40% for the three-point line as well. Unbelievable true shooting percentage as well. While Nikola Jokic, he's giving you the production offensively, but it's not giving you no offense, no production defensively as well. So when I take that all to account, Kawhi Leonard's still a better basketball player than Nikola Jokic. I think the disconnect here is that you're comparing Kawhi's all-time resume to Jokic's and you're adding in championships. I understand that. It matters. Kawhi has been... Kawhi has been an all-time great playoff performer. He's an all-time great player. And resume and accolades-wise, you can favor Kawhi even without the MVPs. I understand that. But right now, Jokic is the better player. No. And if you compare what Jokic has done in Denver for that last couple of years versus what Kawhi has done, Jokic has made it farther in the playoffs. Kawhi has well, 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 oh, hold on, hold on. That's not true. Because if you look, hold on, hold on. Paul George led them to the conference finals, not Kawhi. Paul George led them to the conference finals, not Kawhi. This year, the Clippers will get eliminated in the first round with Kawhi. The Nuggets will make the conference finals at least with Jokic this year and possibly the NBA finals. That's a fact. So that means in the last couple of years, Jokic will do that. Wait, 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 wait. How are they going to do that? He's better. Hold on. Denver, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm about to hit Denver's the top the of his dome right there. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. You think Denver's not making the conference finals at least? They would smoke the Clippers in the second round. Hold on, let me, let me, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now let me hit the top, let me hold on, hold on. Let me hit the, the hold on, hold on. Let me hit the top of his dome right quick with a uh, sledgehammer right quick. Number one, uh, <laughs> the last four years, the last four years, the last four years, the players that won a championship was Kawhi Leonard, Giannis Antetokounmpo. LeBron James and Steph Curry. Where's Nikola Jokic at in on the list right there? He's still not only that, not only that, hold on, hold on. Not only not only that, not only that, you sit there and say, Oh, well, uh, the Clippers is about to get put out the first round without you know Paul George and stuff like that. It's because Jokic has a full SWAT, but it still doesn't mind it, it doesn't despise who's a better basketball player. And on top of that, as well, like I Grizzlies said, up said 15. hold on, like Grizzlies I said 15. Like I said, the disconnect on, here like, is not, I, I think Kawhi right now is a better all-time player than Jokic. I'm not disputing He's that. a better basketball I'm only, player, I'm period. only saying right now Jokic is a better player. I think Jokic is the better player. Yes, he does more for your offense. The Nuggets right now have the second-best offense rating in, in NBA history because Jokic is leading the way. If, if it had not okay. been for narratives and a bunch of BS, Jokic is a three-time MVP right now. He no, was that not. good to be a three-time MVP. And you talk about Jokic not making But he's just not a better player, though. Where is the context of his top two players being out? You have yet to mention that context. You just run away with Jokic not making it, but his top two players were out. The same way if the Clippers lose, you're going to say, well, Kawhi didn't have Paul George. Well, Jokic didn't have Jamal Murray or MPJ last year. Yeah, but year. this is the thing. This is the thing. What I'm saying. This is the thing. What I'm saying is that, you know, even when Nikola Jokic have his top two players there, he's still not winning a championship. It still hasn't been proven. Even when he had his few full unit in 2018-2019 they got put out the second round as well even when he when he had Jamal Murray who was cooking who who peaked in the bubble as well they lost right the he, he he lost they to the guy lost in Los Angeles the Lakers and he they did not play he did, did Nicole Yoke did not play well he did not he play did. well 
He did it like trash. No, he did not. No, what do y'all think about him? He did not better than Kawhi in the second round. He did not play well. Give me Nikola Jokic's numbers in that in the conference finals. He did not play well, bro. Is this not a fact though? When the Nuggets made when they were when they lost in the second round, and then the next year they made the conference finals. The Nuggets were still an ascending young team. Two years of that got taken away because of injury. Luka Doncic, so, sorry, I don't care about this young team because Luka Doncic, you hear me, was a young basketball player and he made it to the conference finals and he didn't have no, no, no he didn't hear he didn't have he didn't have nowhere good of a player as Jamal Murray who was Jaylen averaging Brunson. twenty. Was Jalen Brunson Jaylen averaging? Brunson. He no, but Jalen Brunson in the playoff series. So you telling me Jalen Brunson? Uh, hold on, you telling me Jalen that Jalen Brunson year in 2022 in the playoffs was just as good as a Pete Jamal Murray who no, no, was averaging 28, Murray, 50, 40, 90? And in the first round of those playoffs, what are you talking about? Jazz, Luka did not play for the first three games, and Jalen Brunson averaged 33 points in those three games. And then you, they were up two one against the against the Utah Jazz without Luka. Yeah, so but Jaylen it takes but hold on, but it takes hold on, but it, hold on, hold on, but it takes four to win a series. Jaylen like you just, Luka. it takes four. Hold on, it takes four games to win a series, and you sit there and say that uh. Yeah, uh, Paul George led the Clippers to the conference finals. The only thing, they wouldn't even be in that position to win two games, to win game six, to win game seven, if it wasn't for the historical performance of Kawhi Leonard in game three and game four as well. So we can't, so you ignore that type of conference. You just who sit there and just blurt out. You just who sit there and just blurt out. You just sit there. It was Terrence Mann who closed out the series and dropped damn near close to 39 points. And it was Paul George, George had thirty. Paul George was the best player after Kawhi got hurt. No, no, but what I'm saying is that you asked me who closed out the series. I told you who closed out the series. It was Terrence Mann who dropped thirty nine points. So when I'm sitting there, so what I'm saying, what I'm saying is this: is that from a playoff performer, I am seeing drops in Nikola Jokic's efficiency. I'm seeing drops in Nikola Jokic's assist average. I'm seeing the drops in Nikola Jokic's rebound average as well. What we looking at from Kawhi Leonard's standpoint, his efficiency go up. At an all-time level, his scoring goes up as well, and defensively, he's 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 peaking in the playoffs as well. He's stepping it up on the defensive side of the ball, and he's being a reliable season, scorer in the fourth quarter. In the regular season last year, Jokic averaged 27, 14, and eight. In the in the playoffs last year, he averaged 31, 13, and six. It's not this drop off that you're talking. Now, about. can you can you tell me what's the assist numbers? It's six assists compared to eight assists in the regular season last year. In regular season, on, eight, on the regular season, he averaged eight assists. Yes, in the playoffs he averaged six. Okay, now look, can you tell me what's the true shooting percentage of and compare it to the regular season, compare it to the playoffs? Oh my god, I got you. you they're dropping. They're year, dropping. They're dropping. They're dropping. In the true shooting That's a percentage. headshot. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let him last year was sixty-four percent in true shooting percentage. You said what? Last year in the regular season it was sixty-six percent, and then last year in the playoffs it was sixty-four percent. So it's, there's you're, a drop. You're, you're making a big there, deal out there's of there's a dropping. Drop. There's making, a drop. Bro, there's a drop. Bro, there's a drop. Bro, y'all. There was a drop. You've been talking this whole time. Go ahead. It was a drop in his efficiency. It was a drop in his efficiency by 2%. It was 66% true shooting to 64% true shooting. If you're making this big of a deal over a 2% drop, that's just ridiculous. That's ridiculous. All right. So, now, let's. All right. So, we've seen it. Let's get on. Let's get on. Hold on. So, we've seen. All right. All right. Hold on. So, we. Hold on. So, we've seen it. There's a droppings in his true shooting percentage. We've yes. seen there's a dropping in his uh in his assist average. Uh, what about the rebounds? Ah, right, Kawhi Leonard was getting cooked. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What getting... hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm Kawhi, cooking you Kawhi right. Leonard, dub, dub, Kawhi shut up, dub, dub, shut up, shut up, dub. Kawhi Leonard, hold on, hold on. I'm saving this nigga right quick. 
Joel, 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 Oh man! Oh man! One rebound. All right, all right. now, 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 let's look. Now, why, can we look at? I don't know if y'all want to look at le- next year. Come on, which next year? I don't know. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm yeah, good. yeah. Them droppings. Yeah, when you see them droppings going down, yeah, you like. Damn. But the drop, the droppings are massive. <laughs> Making this sound like Jokic is going from a great it's, it's, player to a but scrub. Assist, but I'm talking about from the assist standpoint. Like if you look at from the assist average. His drop is just going down. I understand he has to score more, but it's, it's going down. Like it's, 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 it's you know, he's not impacting the game with this all-time great playmaking. His all-time great playmaking is not going up or is, transcending is, in the playoffs as well. His so. numbers also not indicative of players shooting the ball well in the playoffs. Don't they yeah, even hit their shots? Yeah, but you give Jokic all the credit of guys hitting their shots, especially in the in the regular season when he's playmaking, he's assisting as well. And y'all prove to him being a great passer. For may, mostly because of the assists and the passes that he can make as well. In regular so what I'm season, saying, it's 82 games versus the playoffs. It's five games. You're, there's more variance in a regular season. Yeah, but if you if Nikola Jokic is that great, what you sit there and say he is, right? The assist numbers would go up. I is all time great playoff performers, bro. So like I sit there and say it, I cooked. Ah, right, come on. I'm come ahead, on. No. and at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's Kawhi over Nikola Jokic, bro. It's basketball player. Right. All right, we'll, we'll see if the Clippers make it out the first round. You know, we'll see. Jokic, yeah, we, we'll see if you will see if KD because you chose KD over Kawhi too. We see if your man's KD, who has all the pressure of, of winning this series as well, make it KD out the first round. KD will win as well. the series. He'll win. Okay, the series okay, sure. we'll see. Yeah, I know he will. Okay. Now, which upsets are most likely to happen in the first round that we've seen so far? The one I have is Sacramento. I know that it's not an upset anymore, but it's plus. They, they started off plus two, two, five in the series. So that's Vegas the one don't, that I Vegas don't know shit. So that's the one that I chose. <clears throat> I'm sorry. What what was the question? I was which upsets are most likely to happen in the first round? Uh, probably the Kings because that's technically an upset. Yeah. Bobby says uh, that's one two. Miami. It's an ups- it's an upset because what? Because Vegas says so. Yes. Okay. Uh, you know when the majority of people would think. Oh that yeah. Okay. Whatever. Dude, whatever. Win, that means it's an upset. The majority of people obviously don't know what the fuck they're talking about. As you, can uh, see. you you could, but at the end of the day, that's still what it means, though. That's an upset. I would say um, my pick will probably go Clippers beating the Suns, even though I'm not going to take them. But that is something impossible. Now, well, that would be what, probably the biggest you upset. You know what you should take. You I, know what you should I, take. I, I would say that's the biggest upset. Um, anytime the Clippers advance in the playoffs, it's an upset to me as a Lakers fan. So. What? Hey, chill out, bro. Chill right out. now, currently, the Grazers are beating the Lakers 52 to – 41. And so that's actually my next question. Do we consider the Grizzlies beating the Lakers upset? Without Ja, for sure. Yeah. Well, Ja's going to be back eventually. Yeah. He, it might be game four, might be game five, might be next game, game three. But even altogether, do we consider that an upset? Even even with Ja coming back? A lot of people had the Lakers uh, losing. So, no, it's not an upset. I say, I say All y'all bots in the chat. From what I saw in game one, I do think it's an upset because I think the Lakers outplayed them drastically. And I think that after game one, the Lakers looked like a way better team than, than Memphis. So, Joe, so Joe, <clears throat> Joe, the Warriors are supposed to beat the Kings, but the Lakers aren't supposed to beat the Grizzlies? That's what the majority of people think? Yeah. I, I think that the Warriors, it's just that 
it's the respect of the defending champions. That's it. Where the Lakers, they're the seventh seed. You know, all of the words are the sixth seed. What about the respect of the goat? That matters for sure. But I think it's it's less about LeBron and more so about the role players that we didn't know were going to step up. I think, you know, nobody expected much from Rui or Austin Reeves to actually show up and perform. More so Rui. And Rui had 29 points in, in game one. Even even without their starting center and backup power forward? Yeah. Just based on the Vegas line, the Grizzlies were favored, but not by much. Where the Warriors were heavy favorites for, for, against the Kings. That one, see, but that that's Vegas. Vegas not doing that because of who they think who's supposed to win. They doing that just because they know it's a lot of stupid Warriors fans out there. Yeah, I yeah, agree. The, that uh, definitely inflates the number. Yeah, yeah, the upset to me is the Clippers beating the Suns. Majority uh, people um, pick the um, pick the Clippers to lose. Every analyst picked the Clippers to lose probably in five games. Most of the people picked them to get swept. I think if the Clippers um, and it's going to require Kawhi be great, and also those role players stepping up, which they did not do last year. I mean, uh, last night. I think we will have a great chance in beating the Suns probably in six or seven games as well. So, uh, yes, man, I think that would be an upset. I think that's to be the biggest upset because, especially when you got Katie, you got Book, and you got that healthy unit as well. I mean, everybody expecting the Suns to make it to the finals, right? They making the Sun. They expecting the Suns to make a deep posting runs, and for a team that's missing Paul George, right? And knock the Suns team off. That would be, I think, that would be the biggest upset in the last three or four years in the playoffs, bro. Do you think that the Suns' depth is an issue, or Monty Williams is just playing the wrong players? I think it's an issue mm-hmm. um, because when you have to, when you have Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, they have to literally play. Over. Dang, I think we lost. Crazy. What do you, what do you think, Dub? Uh, for the biggest upset. Just not nah, the, the Suns question in terms of do you think it, their depth is an issue or Monty Williams is just not playing the right players? Uh, nah, it's not really Monty's fault. I mean, when you got rid of uh, all your pieces to get Kevin Durant, I mean, that's what you're going to expect. You're expecting right. your bench not to be like that. So they're trying, you know, having guys like Craig and Akogi out there. They're trying with the big men with uh, uh, Biombo. And then I keep forgetting that other dude's name. I can't remember him. You, you help me out. Jack Lando. Yeah, yeah, Lando, Lando. He's trying. He's trying to put some guys out there, but he's just he's picking up guys who's like in the G League or not, not even mm-hmm. on anybody's team. That's, so he's trying his best with it. So, Doug, that's because they got fleeced by Brooklyn. They ain't get fleeced. They got Kevin Durant. They got whoops. Yeah, I don't, I think their depth is an issue because when you have to play Kevin Durant and D book over forty minutes, and especially when Kevin Durant get, takes a, a rest, I think he took like only two minutes of rest uh, the other game. Yeah. I just think that it just is a big glaring issue that they really don't have no depth. They only got Shaman and a uh, Kogi coming off the bench and maybe uh that backup big that they have as but well. You, I forgot to, you gotta, yeah, you gotta yeah. you gotta think about it like this though, right? This is not just some regular postseason series. Like the Clippers are putting up a good fight. Like this is like a second round to Western Conference type of series and the first round. And that's what the West is gonna be looking like uh in the second round as well, where you're gonna a lot of series like this, like if John Morant was playing right now. That's what it will feel like because the West is so tight and close together. And when a series are that tight and close together, what you're going to have? Yeah. Six man, seven, only eight man rotation. So they're having a battle right now with the Clippers and deservingly so because it's the Clippers. They're going up against a, a good fight. Who do they face next round? The Wolves and the Nuggets, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So I think, face the Nuggets. Yeah, so I think that, you know, especially if they face the Nuggets or the Wolves, they'll be able to rest guys. KD won't have to be there as much because they'll be having comfortable uh-huh. leads. No, you picking the clip you picking the Suns to beat the Clippers. The Suns and the Clippers should beat the Nuggets. Well, I think the Nuggets will beat the Clippers. But not no, me. I said you you pick the Suns to beat the Clippers. Yes, yes, 100%. Uh, I think instead yes, of five, I have Suns and six now. I, I, I'm i I'm just sitting there saying that Tyron Lue has to make an adjustment. I think Marty Williams clearly outcoached him last night. Uh, Zubat got killed in that drop, and I said this last Wednesday. Uh, the, the Suns run the same action, high, the Spain pick and roll. They do it every time with CP3. They do it with D-Book as the ball handler. Um, you know, uh, the lineup that the Clippers ran out there last night was just was terrible. Uh, when you put three guard and put Kawhi Leonard at the center and run three guard lineups, I mean, that's just terrible because now, uh, you know, when they had Russell Westbrook on Kevin Durant, you know what I'm saying, and they got Eric Gordon Gallard in the ball handler. All they're just doing is using Kevin Durant as a screener to get the switch, which the Clippers do, do this switching defense where they just switch everything, and they'll have Kevin Durant on Eric Gordon, and they'll allow Kawhi Leonard to come over and help, and he kick it out to a Devin Booker, and Devin Booker just blowing past everybody. That's why I sat there and said, it, when you go small, you you have to go small and put somebody that's formal out there that's a switchable guy that's 6'10", and Robert Covington, who's on the bench. Instead, you're playing Bones Highland, who shot 0 for 4 from the three-point line. You play Nick Batum, who shot 0 for 4 from the three-point line. Didn't give you nothing offensively and defensively as well. And you got the guards who's getting blown past by and putting the defense into a rot- rotation and couldn't cover the ball handler. And you're having Devin Booker and you're having uh, uh, CP3 and KD hitting their mid-range shots. So what you got to do is you got to put up a lineup with a Rocco, a Kawhi, a Terrence Mann, a Russ, a Eric Gordon, something like that, so them guys can do a great job in switching so they don't have no defensive liabilities out there because Eric Gordon would just out there just get cooked and getting torched out there defensively as well. So I just think it's adjustments to be being made. The Suns hit all their mid-range shots. They was hot. Tony Craig had a game of his life. I don't think that's going to be duplicated on the road as well. Uh, and like I said, you know, said Tyron Lue sitting Kawhi Leonard down with five minutes to go in the start of the fourth quarter was just unacceptable because, you know, you play Kawhi in the start of the fourth quarter in game one, but then you sit him down and the sun's going to run as well. So like I said, near said, uh, I think there's going to be some minor adjustments to be made. And I just think that the Clippers will win game three and they will win game four and they will be up three, one going to Phoenix in game, um, in game four, I, game, I think game five, I believe. So update on the Grizzlies game. They're up 59 to 44 at halftime against the lakers and before we go we're going to read off some super chats so if you guys want to put up some super chats right now you guys can so dubs if you want to put that up for me i got you fam yo so yo first... I, I i actually got a bounce but i'm gonna catch y'all later though i'll catch you ron all right y'all smoke so from yeah, McDo, I, got, I got a few more minutes too y'all horrible analogy two dollars from alan r mike brown <clears> he was talking to dub about that horrible analogy ah <laughs> From it's okay, Alan Bobby. R. I'll cook you a different show. Mike Brown just won the first unanimous coach of the year, by the way. Fair. Mm. I, I feel like that's, that's fair. fair. Yeah, I feel like he should have won it, no doubt. He deserves it, 100%. And now this from Hit 44 is top left tickets protege. That's hilarious. <laughs> if you know, you know. Oh, I guess Mars wanted to say something. You can't ask a question and keep talking. There we go. The one, Mc, Mc, Mc Williams. 
A fact? Question mark? Exclamation points. Oh yeah, I think he was, he was talking to you right there, Jamal. Yeah, that was you. Yeah. You say it's a fact that Denver was going to win the West. Yeah, because I think it is a fact. Mm-hmm. I know not win the West. I think they make the conference finals though. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I'm not sure about winning the West just yet. It depends on the matchup, but I think that based off the Suns' depth, I they trust play. them against Phoenix, and I think they do beat the Clippers. This the Green Morris Sports. Morris. What are y'all conference finals predictions? I have Denver, and hot take: I have the Kings in the conference finals. Denver and the I Kings. Got, I, got, I got Kings. I got Kings. Clippers. <laughs> I think I got Kings Clippers. Give me KD versus LeBron. Give me KD. Hey, that's that's, that's a fanboy pick right there. That's a fanboy pick the right there. Suns versus Lakers in the Western. Hey, that's that's what the people want though, Dub. That is what the people want. That's a fanboy pick. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Lakers versus the Nuggets. All right, Mama, who you want to go? Damn, my bad. But yeah, Lakers versus Nuggets. And in the East, I have the Bucks Celtics. Easy. Uh, yeah, I know what it. Uh, yeah. Oh no, go ahead, Mookie. Go ahead, Mookie. I forgot about. No, you. y'all go because I, I, I don't do predictions. <laughs> <laughs> you just predicted the Clippers go up three one. Well, look, oh, look. I'm gonna say this. <laughs> I got the. Um, Thank you, Joel. <laughs> Thank I got you. the uh, Clippers. I got the Clippers in the uh, the Kings in the conference finals. Clippers okay, okay. <laughs> he's smirking because he know that. <laughs> he's smirking. Hey, he's smirking because he don't believe in the Clippers. But that's okay. That's good. That's good, bro. That's good, bro. Now, Dewan Mc- McWilliams, panel Ron over host Ron. That's I like host Ron. I like host Bobby better. He doesn't lie to me. Pa- oh. Panel Ron just pisses me off. <laughs> oh bro so this is going to do it for episode 2 of Full Court we'll catch you guys next week Wednesday at 7pm Eastern Time thank you guys for watching make sure you guys like the video subscribe Kings and we'll see you guys next Clips time in Kings and 4